something beyond the realm of what aliens and alternate yeah, dimensions so, like multiple so, realities like any of that shit like something beyond the realm of what we understand it's there yep look at that like frankenstein's dabbing that's awesome That's amazing. And you get an 80s montage. You get a a Monster Squad song in the credits. You get like, you get everything that you want out of a great 80s movie on top of it. Like a blonde and a white bra and panties. Yes, you get that. Oh, you totally get that. You get fucking monsters. Everybody brings their fucking A game to this movie. That's why it's so good. Hell yeah. <laughs> we are live. Welcome, Long Walkers, to Long Walk Short Drink episode 46. I am Homer podcasting with you live right now if you're watching and not live if you're listening from dayton ohio (laughs) this is dave podcasting at you from northfield minnesota first episode of the season on the porch oh Ah, this is the season of the strap shirt this is the first strap shirt of the season (laughs) all right yeah i got a makeshift one going yeah respect i thought about it (laughs) This is Motel. I'm yeah. uh, with you guys, joining you guys from uh, Maplewood with Tommy Maplewood. So. <laughs> welcome, 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 Moto. It's good to have you back. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thanks. Been too long. Double D's already on too. One oh, field. that's good. All right. Yeah. We uh, sorry, Double D, and uh, for just our audience's edification, we uh, if you watched or listened to our last show, uh, Forty Five Dude Therapy, in which Palmer and I just had i couldn't think of anything better to call it because we just were trying to process so much and we're like dealing with so much just like frustration and anger and despair yeah we did uh we were doing that for about an hour off air and we didn't want you to have to hear the same thing twice but like less fun and more sad so (laughs) so we're gonna talk our way into a good mood but double d thank you for hanging in there with us yeah thank you so much all our listeners for for listening yeah we're gonna have a monster mash today Oh my he gosh, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be so awesome. Monster. Uh, Monster so, I well, okay, so I, we were talking about how we watched them. So, Moto watched a crop version on YouTube. Um, oh, let's just say for, for in case for everyone. So, if you're watching on YouTube, oh, yeah. you can see me hold up the VHS of Monster. Monster Squad from 1987 and My Pet Monster the movie from 1986. Yeah. We're going to be talking about these two gems yes. that we teased on the last uh, show as well. So, and for those of you who those of you who did not listen to Colt 45, Long Walk Short Drink Colt 45, <laughs> uh, Dave and I really started after Dude Therapy. I it kind of just led to this like what are our comfort food movies and we started yeah. talking about like our favorite kids movies like the movies that we love to watch we've talked a lot about about the adult movies that we watched as kids because we can still relate to them now as adults but then we started talking about these kids movies that just have a soft spot in our heart and we 
even though like they they don't they might not relate to us as much as uh, something else that we shouldn't have watched when we were younger. Now as an adult, <laughs> they still mean something to us, and uh, we discovered that we all three of us kind of had a soft spot for the um, was the uh, My Pet Monster movie, which yeah. I thought I was the only one that ever knew that movie existed. <laughs> like, yeah. Me too. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never talked about that with another person other than, I guess, Moto. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was and, gonna say Dave's my brother, so I yeah I knew about it and right. loved it. And it's very nostalgic. It's just like it, oh, it's like watching uh, so Michael good. Jackson. Um, uh, the one where he's Walker? like, a, yeah, yeah, the, like the all the different videos, the rabbit, and he turns into a roller coaster and yep. claymation. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Oh, I still, I still will pull up. Uh, Pull over, boy, then get your ticket right. I still love it. I just yeah, love it. that's a great pull. Like the claymation, like, what is that? A donkey? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is that? It's a rabbit. It's a oh, donkey. rabbit. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> so crazy. I used to have a, I had a, I remember having a, a pretty, I mean, for as, as silly a topic as this was, a real stern disagreement with Star about whether or not he, he turned into a, I think it was whether or not he turned into, I can't remember if it's like he turned into a car or he turned into a giant robot at the end of Moonwalker. Both. And she was like, absolutely not <laughs> up to one of those. I can't remember which one she disagreed with. But I was like, of course he did. It, it's crazy. Yes. But it happened. She was like, no, <laughs> somehow or other, you know, these are, this is sort of pre-internet pre, or, you know, pre-ubiquitous yeah. internet, pre-YouTube. So I think we had to, I had to like show her a VHS or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um I know Moonwalker more from the arcade game Moonwalker. I played that like oh, more than the movie, and that, for- like there's a point where you are Michael in that game. It's a almost like a bird's eye view type game where you're looking down at one point, and you are literally Michael Jackson dancing away enemies. It is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And you know how cool. you know how in the in that movie where he, in the bar scene he like comes in in the white in the white yeah. suit, right? And he's like oh, all, and he like flips the quarter all the way across the yes. bar and it like goes into the jukebox. That happens digitally in the video game. It's oh. it's so amazing, but there's a point now, in the game where you can metamorph into the robot and the car simultaneously during the game. Like whoa. It's which, awesome. which gaming system? Uh, like you're arcade, like, a, like like an actual stand up actual game. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I can picture that somewhere. D- you didn't? Did you have that, Paul? Oh no, no, no! I've never owned an, a, a stand up arcade. I would love to, but not. I don't know why I can picture that game. Like I, I don't think I've ever played it, but I can sort of and see it clearly like, somewhere. Well, it's it's also because it's the VHS box art was the cabinet art almost like yeah they were yeah. almost exactly the same. The side of the cabinet was almost the same as the VHS box art for it, and it was. Whew. Man, was that a fun Pull game. Pull get your ticket. <laughs> it was like all Michael Jackson music was the soundtrack, and you got to play as Michael Jackson, and like, oh, man, is it badass. So cool. <laughs> if you're ever in a classic arcade and you see Moonwalker seriously dump $5 in that game, it's totally worth it. And someday uh, I'll did. post a picture because I, I, I think there's no way this is all coming from my mind. There's I can picture a, a picture, but I can't place it of that game Yeah, to where it was in my 
yeah, it's still in my in my life in a photo album someplace. But I w- I'm so jealous of you that you played it like this. It oh yeah, it, it was one of those things that I played that when I was like littler, maybe at like a Geauga Lake or something. Because they, uh, when we were when we were kids, and you would go to Geauga Lake or Cedar Point, there was always like four arcades. Do you remember that? Like yeah, they're like around- open stations. They're open on each side. You kind of walk through and yeah, but um, they were all arcade games in there. On top of it yeah. being an amusement park, there was all arcade games. And I think the first time I stumbled upon it was something like that, like a fair or uh, something. And it was there, and I remember playing it and thinking, like, this is the greatest game ever. So then, and throughout <laughs> my life, every time that I would go to arcades and I would see, and they would happen to have Moonwalker, I'd be like, yep, we're playing that. I know we're going to dump oh, some yeah. quarters in that. So, um, I, uh, Chubbs did take me to one of those places in Columbus where you just, if you're over 21, you get in, there's no cover charge. Yep. You can buy beer and alcohol, and then arcade is free. And then All you, on free the pinballs, like, the pinball was 50 cents up to a dollar yeah depending on the game but it's a good time i'm glad he took me out it was fun oh yeah no that's like bit bar, that's a, that's great they put one of those in cleveland now too a 16 oh, bit cool. bar and yeah, there's it's, it's a great idea there's one down here called dk effect in dayton uh they do tokens though it's not on free play so you buy a beer and then they give you a cup of tokens and it's they that worked works. it out so like <laughs> You run out of tokens just before you finish your beer. So you're like, oh, I got to finish this beer <laughs> to get more tokens. You know, it's like really, it's it's really slick how they did it. I like 16-bit bar better because it's all on free play. The pinball machines, they still, like, and no matter where you go, you'll never find a free play pinball machine in public. And I, I used to think it was because there was still like old laws because they had banned pinball for so long that there was like a stigma on why they couldn't make it free. But I think it's just because... They're like to pay for maintenance because yeah owning a pinball machine sure. now like i know like the, like it's like a car it needs tuned up regularly <laughs> you know like With it's play. crazy yeah yeah absolutely so um which you've been working on some more videos right yeah that's coming along that's coming along the, i want to get a bank of those up before i start putting those out but those are those are moving along and um I mean, let's just talk about these movies, but I want to, yeah, like, <laughs> let's also crack a beer. Let's crack a beer first. And while we're doing that, because Double D, he called me and left me this awesome voicemail where he was like, listen, I'm on my like third time listening to episode 45. And oh. I know. And it just came out on Tuesday. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Didn't that just come out on Tuesday or did it come out last Tuesday? Uh, last Tuesday. Yeah, but but still, that's a, I mean that's a yeah. long episode. That's a lot. He's the he is the patron saying long long yeah. short drink. He so, is getting oh, wait. like the Fitbit success at the end. Like yeah, he's winning. He's a, what's, <laughs> yeah. the fifteen more steps at yep. midnight. Yeah, he's he's yeah. doing it. <laughs> but he's like, I have this great. Hearts on fire. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so awesome. Uh, if I can't play it, I'll sing it. That's right. Um, he. He's like, I have a great idea for this. Where you got, if you guys are going to keep coming back to these kids' movies, he's like, you should, you should call it something like "Long Walk, Short Drink Remembers" or something like that. And like, uh, I, I like that "Long Walk, Short Drink Remembers." It's got a nice ring to it. But he was thinking like, have a have an intro for it and all that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, you that's know? a good idea. Because he's um, like, well, I, I don't I think noticed- you're going to talk the whole episode about my pet monster. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I totally could. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah was, uh, so. Crazy. Crazy fools. Um, I noticed their uh, family home entertainment. High top videos. High top, top videos. Video. Yep. Yes. Uh, 
I remember the turtles were family home entertainment. Oh, that's just, right. I was trying to think what else was that. I remember I think watching the cartoon. Those a lot. I think the yeah. Oh, oh, the cartoon. Yeah. The V Yeah, like VHS copies of the TV. Oh, they Ninja distributed turtles. the VHS. Yeah. 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 Um, so, like, when I saw that logo, it's like, yeah. Oh man, that's classic. Well, the YouTube because I did watch My Pet Monster on YouTube. The one I watched had it was like the opening commercials that would have been on the VHS of the movie at yes, the beginning of, yes. the, of the of the movie on the of the YouTube video. So you got to see all their other products, which all of them are bizarre. Like they're all obscure and like way <laughs> out there, right? Like, uh, and mad all balls, low, yeah, yeah, and all like mad balls, yeah. They a mad balls cartoon, right? Two, like, that two was what, mad yeah, commercials. Yeah, and Th- then, that's yeah, that came up last episode too. <laughs> and then they showed the trailer for My Pet Monster at the beginning of My Pet Monster, <laughs> uh, which is weird. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome, <laughs> but the trailer was also only like the first. It was like they just cut the first the forty five seconds of the movie, and then that <laughs> was the trailer. It was so funny. <laughs> Really um, padding out that, that VHS because it was like a sixty-minute movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's crack a beer and then we'll get we'll we'll get talking about these. Yeah, what you got there? This is um, Death Before Disco Porter by Whoa. Uh, Left Hand. It's really good. That it looks interesting and it sounds delicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like Left Hand Brewery a lot. They're they're. Um, their milk stout is really good, isn't? Don't they make a left hand milk stout or whatever? Oh yeah, that's the one you pour, you pour hard, yeah, where yeah, you, like, you turn yeah. it completely upside down in a bottle. That's yeah. tasty too. Yeah. Ooh, and so this Very is nice. one of their porters, and the can is gorgeous. So yeah, I caught my eye right away. Yeah. I got a, I got something interesting too. I've not had this before. I'm a sucker for packaging. Uh, this is uh, so I drink the Surly Furious. This is the Surly Brewery, who like Great Lakes has a lot of different brews and this is their first avenue beer which first avenue is the famous uh music venue in, in minneapolis oh gotcha it's, oh, um, prince princes yeah yeah prince the club in uh club the club that's in uh, purple rain and it is a very cool place and uh I, well, cool. I played the smaller room there but uh that was exciting nonetheless awesome. and so this is the newly released uh just caught my eye i think it's just I don't know what kind of beer. I think it's just like a lager. Uh, yeah, lager ish. I think IPA, they call it probably, something it's better. Probably hoppy a little bit. I don't. I think it is. I think you're right. I think it's some kind of lager. Golden ale, classic oh, yeah. style golden ale. So I don't think it I'm gonna love have, it. It could have a little bit of hops in it though. Usually the ales have like the the they have that like taste of becoming an IPA sometimes on the ales. So I hope so. I really yeah. just bought it because I like the idea of it. No, absolutely. <laughs> Moto, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm uh, drinking this delicate Natty Daddy. It's uh, oh! comes from your local um, gas station, and That's uh, it's awesome. really cheap and gets you really buzzed. Yeah, eight point six. Jesus. I have well, they, two, yeah, they didn't two have one yeah. in my in my. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so okay, don't worry. This. Yeah. You know what I've been doing lately with these is uh, I saw the Corona. Is like every time a Corona gets its lime. And I looked at my beer and I'm like, we got limes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started putting some lime in there and it does help. Like, absolutely. You know, salt helps. Yep. But uh, just been going with the lime and it really uh, spices up my natty daddy pretty good. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Well, let's crack these open on three. Hell what yeah. Do you think, huh? All right. One. Yeah, sounds good. Two, three. Oh, I don't, I don't know why I actually counted, huh? 
That's I know. Right. <laughs> Grown up. Do my, whatever you want. My shit has been so fucked up recently <laughs> where I'm just like, I just, it took me 20 minutes to get set up. I can get set up normally for a show minus getting the live events started up because you have to put all the description in and everything. Oh. But like getting my setup, like, because I have to clear out my work setup and then I have to put the long walk short drink setup on my desk. Right. And so. I can usually do that and like I can do that swap in like 10 minutes. And today I'm just like I'm plugging HDMI cables into USB clip like and like why is this going oh, in? And like, you know, just I'm so fucked, like so discombobulated, it's driving me nuts. Like, why did I count all three of them? That's <laughs> all right. Fucking stupid. That's, we'd, that's we'd literally weird. been doing that for 46 episodes. And I like Man, that just goes to show all 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 you're all you're dealing with all we got to overcome here with these 80s classics <laughs> so, after and, I, and then in true long walk fashion let's get back to my so for those who did not listen to um cold 45 we really started having a long conversation about these movies that are just like that they just impacted us as a kid these obscure movies these little like um, yeah, everybody. He's called every, kid adventure movies. Is what kid adventure movies were was the genre, right? And like, mm -hmm. but they were these ones that were special to us. And so we, and then we found out about my pet monster. And so we were like, we should start regu like intermittently in episodes, just focus on focus an episode on one of those movies, right? And uh, we talked about my pet monster, bonded on that only fifty minutes long. So we're like, well, let's do two, and we added Monster Squad. Because those are all that also one that we all bond. So, yeah, and, and Moto was watching live, and he was and he was chiming in on the chat. He's like, "I'm in." Yeah, and <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Like, I'm in. I, and, I, and so Moto's here. I should be in on these. Yeah, I want to read just yeah. uh, just because these come from the age of VHS. Uh, I, I like the language of some of these. Just as our intro, yeah. what they are again, they're pretty short too. So I'm going to read the the back of the box for my pet monster. Uh, and it's sometimes a little brother can act just a little like a little monster, but Melanie and Rod don't have that problem. Their brother Max is a monster. <laughs> Max hasn't <laughs> Max hasn't been himself lately. While visiting a museum, he fell under the spell of a mysterious monster statue. And now every time he gets hungry, he temporarily turns into a shaggy blue monster. But that's when all the fun begins. Go wild over this delightful live action adventure color 60 minutes starring sunny something thrasher allison court colin fox yannick bison and mark parr from high top fucking video <laughs> i got a little ch children's sticker video. on my <laughs> oh that's so my... awesome i would like to know how did you come to love no one loved this movie as a child i loved the my pet i mean because this first off there is no if, ands, or buts. This movie was made to sell my pet monster stuffed animals. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, I think those existed first before because I had a my pet monster. Um, oh yeah, I, we did too. <clears throat> yeah, and I didn't yeah. have the original one. I had the football one. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, oh maybe. He had, like, yes, he I had do. A, um, he had a helmet and a jersey, and then his handcuffs. Oh my god! Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. There's like Whoa. four different kinds. I was looking it up. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. So I, I had the football one and I thought it was the most. Awesome. He was great because it was a monster first off. 
and it had that mm. really knobby nose, that like really hard plastic yeah. nose and teeth. But like you could lay on his belly like a pillow, right? Like and not have to, yeah, just like that. You're talking. Yeah, you can see on the YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, you can see I, the nose on the back of the video box. Actually, both the front and back of the box are not the monster from the movie, but the toy. <laughs> yeah, the actual toy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I I I especially enjoyed beating the shit out of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I have I'm ripping a video right now <laughs> from our home. <laughs> like I was thinking about this. I'm like, wait, I want to show that because this is one of the you know I don't have it at the ready now, but it'll be ready to share with the uh, with the episode or possibly even watch after a break. Where Moto. What, like was, five or something this is like one of the best things i've ever seen in life certainly one of his top like <laughs> 10 10 I moments agree. Like, I, I as a human it's I, this clip it so it's my pet monster related in that my pet monster is his his most common opponent in this but it's see. it's uh 1988 i think or possibly 87 and uh fall i think fall 87 and we're you know, as a family, got this new video camera and we're playing around all in this one room. Um, my sister's a baby, which I think was the main reason why mm. they had the video camera out. Right. But um, I don't know how or why, but uh, Moto starts kind of because we were also into Bruce Lee at this time. We're getting into Bruce Lee <laughs> from TV, uh, which listeners of the show will be very familiar with, uh, with he and I. And he, uh, so he starts like going after. And and at this time, Moto's got like bone straight. He's like mop top hair. Look, he kind of has Bruce Lee hair in a way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he starts fighting my pet monster, making all the noises and doing the moves really well. And then once my dad points a camera at him, he starts to kind of get more serious. And he like takes his shirt off, all like like Bruce Lee <laughs> yeah. does, and, like and throws it down and like does this little stance. And then I start helping out with like tossing him the monster to fight and. It's it's truly a, remarkable, like ha- the conviction with which he he goes after my pet monster. Oh, that's so awesome! At a I certain point, like I then like... I I actually made like a little commercial. I ma- I drew something while all this was going on to oh, to yeah. decide. I was decided that I was making it was going to be a show. <laughs> so so Moto Bo- Bo- <laughs> does this thing. He fights my pet monster for a while, and it's magic. And then uh, then they go back to filming my sister some more, <laughs> and then. I, I think I must have talked him into let's do more of this. <laughs> At this point, I have a I've drawn a title card <laughs> in color for now. We now return to enter the dragon. <laughs> oh, just, I'm just beating the shit out of my pet more <laughs> moto fighting my pet monster. Oh, you're anyway. That's so awesome. So we'll share that no, somehow. Like like you were always Dave. It's so amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, we're not making a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I like I said in the last episode, I growing up, I had an affinity for these kid adventure movies. And My Pet Monster is a great example, like great illustration of all of those cliches that really sung to me as a child. Uh, Right from the get go, the parents are completely clueless to their child's their children's lives. Like the the mom is completely wrapped up in like her. You you find out through like shakes exposition, and yeah, shakes and drinks for her readers, like because she's gonna like write articles, right? And the dad's just like he's got no time for breakfast because he's got to go like read go the work his nine, yeah, read the paper and work his nine to five, right? Because he's running late. <laughs> and it's like in the Goonies, the parents were wrapped up with trying to save their house, and um, in uh, ET, like the mom's trying to deal with like recovering from a divorce, and uh. 
I'm explorers. Like all of the kids just come from like distant parents and monster squad. Like those parents are on the verge of a divorce. And so like they're wrapped up in their own shit. And that's, that's all a metaphor for like these kids have these like distant parents. So they have to make up their adventures. Right. And so they get, they stumble upon these adventures. And I was this kid who just, that, those sung to me because I was a kid that like, I was 10 years younger than my, my next sibling. So I was a baby baby. My mom was a single parent. I didn't get to go out and do a lot of things because she was working so fucking much. And so, like, I got to escape through those kids escaping from their shitty situations while they went and had adventures. That's why those movies sung to me, you know? And so, uh, my pet mom, my cousin, which she she was my mom's age, but a cousin because my mom came from a huge family. But they had, at the time, had a giant video collection. Uh, because they couldn't get cable, so she would just buy movies all the time. And that, like in the '80s, and Dave, you could probably sing on, like, sing to this too. A lot of people, especially kids nowadays, aren't gonna really know. But it used to, because now a movie comes out and you can get it for fifteen bucks. Some movies, if they didn't make enough at the box office, would charge a hundred. Or conversely, if they did make an, enough at the box office. One VHS would be a hundred dollars, like to buy that mm. one movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a term for it. I can't remember. I can't remember what it was. Uh, but it, yeah, the like Disney movies would come out at that retail like nineteen ninety nine sort of price, right? Um, B- Batman was one of the uh rare videos, like eighty nine Batman, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Home Alone. Yep. Like these are there's only like a handful of them. Home movie was not a term. Like that didn't come until the nineties, right? I feel no, like No, that- I mean you could get stuff from video stores, but sure. the video stores would pay, yeah, that like hundred dollars or whatever. And um and it wasn't like you'd go into a well, there used to be some stores like Suncoast or Oh God! I remember some, I when a lot Ghost of came out, like the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. My mom was so obsessed with that movie that we actually went to Rolling Acres to whatever their yeah. media store was that they I had. Wish I remember Rolling the Acres. name of it. Coconuts, <laughs> yeah. maybe or no, coconuts. <clears throat> that was one of them. Yeah, no, I was across the street. That was across the street by yeah. Hills. That was across. Yep. Yeah. Oh so, um, no, I know oh, the story man, you're I talking about. Yeah. Near the pizza shop and Foot Locker. Yeah, and uh, yeah. or she, not Foot Locker, she, but the other shoe store finish line. But we oh, walked Camelot. That that was Camelot. one of them. But that's not that's it. not the one though. There was one that was like it was only movies, and I cannot something matinee possibly. Anyway, we went there, and she was like, "Do you guys have Ghost for sale?" Because it had just come out that week, and we had went on a Saturday, and the lady's like, "Yep, of course." She's like, "Oh, I'll take <laughs> one," and she's like, "It's a hundred dollars." And my mom's oh. like, are you kidding me? What do you mean it's $100? And she explained the whole thing, like how it made a lot of money at the box office and they know they can charge that much. So they charge, that's how much we pay for it. That's how much you got to pay for it. You know? Oh, yeah. And that was rare, like that they would actually have those in stock at places like yeah. that because it was so prohibitively. Well, most was a phenomenon. Price. You remember? Like that was a huge oh, yeah. <laughs> deal. Like, um, so we just didn't have a lot of movies, but my cousin, because they lived in the boonies, their little country, everything store 
would sell off their movies just because they didn't have room for them. So she oh, would buy them, right? Like previously viewed, yeah. They would they had one of those where it was just like they had four little spindle racks to do their rentals, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they every week when they would get new movies and they just sell off whatever wasn't renting, basically. And she would go in and buy it. And uh she had this, it was maybe maybe a hundred VHS cassettes. That's a lot though. Which is a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was a huge collection and all kinds of stuff to choose from. But there were all and so every time we would go to visit, she would say, Okay, you can borrow a movie. And then and I would only ever borrow Explorers and My Pet Monster. Those were the <laughs> like and That's awesome. she like I bet you now if I saw her now, she'd be like, I remember when you were a kid, all you ever wanted to watch was Explorers and My Pet Monster. <laughs> like you wore that tape out. Yeah, I loved it, and it and it was, it was great because you didn't realize how long it, how short it was, which is probably why my mom was okay with me watching it as much as I did because it was yeah. only an hour commitment, you know. It feels quick. Yeah. It feels quick. Whereas like ET is like two and a half hours, and you're just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's how I came to it. Wish you guys could see the. Um- I feel like I'm on Tatooine right now, and there's two suns like sitting. Oh, nice! I'll take a picture. Um, Moto, how did uh, how did you tell talk about how you remember coming to it as a as a youth? I'm not sure. I remember the cartoon, but it you know my pet monster was just. Oh, I don't remember the cartoon uh, either. I remember this live action. No, I never watched it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just mentioning that the cartoon was out there, and I think the cartoon came first. I'm, I might be wrong. Oh, that. yeah. I, actually, yeah, I, I have know. some trivia here. The Ooh. IMDb, there's only one chunk on one little trivia tidbit on the IMDb page for My Pet Monster. Yeah. And it says, contrary to popular belief, the cartoon series was based on the movie and not vice versa. Okay. Nice. So they were gonna, the, the, the intent was they were going to do the movie to kick off the animated series. And in admits okay. that all happening, they decided to change the premise where the monster would come from another dimension to befriend a young boy named Max instead of the boy uh, being. Hmm. Did but, you guys? Uh, did you watch any of it on YouTube? Now that because I, I saw them suggested, but I didn't click on any of them yet. Any the, of the, the cartoon? The oh cartoon. no, I didn't watch the cartoon. No, no, that was never a piece of my like. I I don't have any sentiment mental connection to that show at all i i can't even remember it existing yeah me neither i never i never saw it turtles was better yeah turtles <laughs> i, I love i really i was just a little bit like turtles was perfect for moto's age who is four years yeah. younger than me but it was cool enough that i was like this is all right <laughs> yeah even though i was like you know, i, I watched jc stuff. teenage mutant ninja turtles i i watched uh the batman animated series that was my oh, that yeah. was yeah, that was 92. Yeah, I remember that because they used to air that at night. Like yeah. when that first started, they would air that like on Fox after. I well, don't know but what. I when I would come home from school, starting at, I think, three o'clock from three until five, it was like tailspin rescuers down under or rescuers. Uh, no, not rescuers. Chippendale Adventures. Tailspin Chippendale Adventures. Darkwing Duck. And then it would end with the Batman animated series episode. Ooh. And I would do that every day after school. I would watch 
that two hours of cartoons every day after school. I can remember days like that. Those are good days. And I would draw. Yeah. <laughs> Do my homework and and watch those shows. Yeah. Dave's being a photographer that's, that's, over there. I, yeah, I'm going to tweet this out. My view t- right now is beautiful. I got the Star Wars. It's first show on the porch. We're talking My Pet Monster. I got my boys on the screen. That's I got awesome. an amazing sunset in the distance. I can't can't focus. It's too yeah. much goodness. When did... But, uh, you... Oh, go ahead, Moto. Oh, go ahead. No, I... Well, I was just going to say that uh, My Pet Monster, at that, whenever I saw it, I think I was even, oh, of course, younger, but um, just to capture your imagination and like... Um, yeah, you get lost for an hour. Yeah. And it was a fun fun get lost like place to be in. And I I have to admit even this even at, at 38 and watching that and it's it's horrendously cheesy. I mean oh, the, yeah. like, the <laughs> villains <laughs> the, the villains want to kidnap a dog to win the dog show award money. Like that's, that's their big (laughs) plot, you know, but but like Rod's always just trying to get laid. Yeah. Right. (laughs) By uh, walking the dog. Like, like I'm going to walk this girl's dog and that's going to get in her pants, you know? And like, and, and then well, Max him, is just trying to eat a sandwich. Yeah. That dagwood sandwich (laughs) that like, I wanted it to do so the Scooby Doo thing where they like tie the string around it and go whoop, and then it compresses down into a normal size sandwich <laughs> and they eat it in one bite. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, monumental. And then, how about how about when he comes the first time that they show Max, he's like struggling to get into his shirt, and I'm like, how fucking old is this kid? He can't put on a goddamn shirt. <laughs> like his mom has to save him from his shirt, but she's gonna let him walk to school by himself. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, Melanie. Man. That's true. Melanie. Lead the way. That's true. That yeah. is that is Her- very true. Her mom. I think Melanie might be my first love. Like I was. I was too young to like, you know, have a, you know, for it to be like prurient or anything, but I was like, I was all about Melanie, a fucking yellow sweater and she had everything figured out. (laughs) Exactly. She was She was smart. And And she was the one that says, no, you're not going to eat a sandwich. We need the monster. Yeah. 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 Kid, eat a sandwich. I know that's one of the things I loved about it then. Um, oh, what, what, and then, then I can, you know, I had a different, slightly different experience now. But like, what do you remember? Do you guys remember loving about it then? Like, was it just like, oh, it's cool, it's a monster and having adventures, or, or a kid who is a monster? When it got into the dog storyline, it felt even weirder than cheesy. But it did start off strong. Yeah, and maybe the transformation part, a little bit of that lure, felt there. Even though it was, you know, Schneider and, but it, there was there was some, that transformation and that lure of where the monster came from and I don't know maybe the graphics were good at the time I don't know well that is the definite I'm, I mean especially when you're a kid you you're not going to notice that kind of stuff um, yeah I remember these kids doing stuff that growing I mean we all grew up in in Ritman so you these kids are doing stuff that we never got like going to museums and like uh cruising or all that stuff it was just it just felt like a completely different world that's another piece that's appealing to it uh and yeah man turning into a fucking monster and being able to like knock down doors at your will that would be 
that would be tits. There's no that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. I love the line I where agree. she's like, she's like, oh man, you gotta sit. And he's like, Yeah, I'm getting pretty good at doors. Like, yeah, <laughs> that one. And when he uh he lifts the car at the end, the Jeep. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, like yeah. holding the Jeep up. Like, that was badass. It was oh, like, yeah. that was really cool. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so so awesome. I mean, there's just the villain that was the, so the older brother and the villain, uh, the professor villain. Yeah, uh, Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Those were the two guy, the t- only two people that I've seen in other things <laughs> that I could recognize. Oh, you've seen the older brother in something? He looks like he's Luke Perry's older brother. He looks <laughs> to me. like I mean, I'm he's got Luke I'm, Perry vibe. He looks like an eighties. An '80s high school villain. That's who he looks like, right? Oh yeah, like Mick or something from. (laughs) He's like a nicer Mick from Teen Wolf. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. They put him in a jeep, and then they put him in a jeep. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But and and then the Snyder is the only. So I looked up his because I'm like I know I've seen him in other things. He's fantastic. First off, he like he makes that. Oh, he's movie. perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> when he's like bitching in front of the kids about having to give a tour group like to the <laughs> yeah. kid, like <laughs> so awesome. And then like he does this little hop when he gets into the restricted oh, area yeah. where he like, oh, yeah. and like hops <laughs> over it and bet, and I'm just like, this guy is <laughs> fucking genius. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also reminds me thinking about it now the principal from ferris bueller how he's going after the kids and he's going to get them and i'll get yeah. them this time and yep. keep tripping over you know whatever and the dogs and but uh, and and just bumbling he's just a bumbling idiot pretty much like i'll super- get you kids yep uh <laughs> he's the guy the only other thing the first thing that when i brought up his imdb was he's the guy in uh Tommy Boy where, where he like it, it's the first sale that Chris Farley makes where he's he Holy like shit. he's like talking yeah. he's like yeah but you don't put the the warranty on the box that guy like he's it's not <laughs> yeah. on the box oh that and even I sounds like him yeah <laughs> and uh wow. then later in the movie she's like look at this yahoo he's like Oh yeah, I brought my ba- my brake pads from him. <laughs> That's the guy. Uh, so that is cool. He, man, every scene he was in, I was just like gobbling it up because it's just so perfectly like he's in. He know he has to know that he's in this shitty straight to video. I'm just here to sell toys movie. Right? Oh yeah, and, and he's having he fun with still it. Nails it like just <laughs> runs with it like. Everybody, every other adult in that movie is phoning it in. Just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> not him. He's just like, nope, this is my oh, no. I'm he getting a fucking play. Oscar out of this, my <laughs> pet monster movie. Like, oh, is it so good? And good I think I think people, you know, looking back, I don't know. I'm I have high regard in. for it. Yeah. No, I have high regard great. for the movie. Like maybe they thought it was just gonna sell dolls, but I still hold it in high regard or like i think it was better than what they anticipated it would be maybe but um i think i think you're 100 percent right moto i i think <laughs> they didn't expect they, it to be that good it was a cash grab for them i did not think that they expected 30 years later 
three dudes, three grown-up dudes, it. they're like reminiscing about how awesome this movie was to them as a child. So I Absolutely. totally agree. It's, man, was it good. And, I think uh, among like I think I was I don't know I, I some of this I'll save for Monster Squad but I'm not super sure where my interest in like monsters started but it started as a kid around this time maybe with Thriller a little bit beforehand that's all I can think because um, mm-hmm. I actually anyway well I'll save that but I was already into oh you know what no maybe I was already into universal monsters at this time because one of the reasons that this movie stayed with me all these years uh this it comes from snyder so i was you know obsessed with melanie we had the my pet monster toy which was fun and moto (laughs) beat it up and all that and uh kick the shit uh, out of it and we just got that video camera so i started making these movies um which my the first one was they and most of them were I did two versions of Frankenstein, two versions of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and two versions of La Bamba in 1988. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 30 years ago. 30 years ago. In fact, I'll set up a page. <laughs> Actually, you don't, need a, you don't need a page. If you go to um, vimeo.com slash DOL records, I think is right, you can see all of this. Awesome. I'll, I'll and while you're there, that. go to twitter.com and subscribe at Pod. Uh, search LWS or Long Walk Short Drink on it, on your favorite um, podcasting apps to subscribe. Here, if you're hearing this, go to YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, ring the bell because we record all of our sessions live via uh, YouTube live session live streaming, and then edit those down into our podcast episode so you can get the whole conversation live and interact with us on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah. What's left? Oh. And go to audibletrial.com slash LWSD to sign up for your free audible trial and free audiobook. Um, download. Yeah. Download. I just finished uh, Roadwork finally, which I would recommend by oh. Stephen King. Uh, I, and I am plotting my way through Blood Meridian, which I oh. would highly recommend. It, it That's is so cool. It is just like fucking cormac mccarthy i forgot cormac mccarthy is like so just rip your fucking heart out like it's just like so brutal it's like getting yeah. skull fucked like that's what <laughs> that's what reading a cormac that's gotta mccarthy be on the book. dust jacket yeah, for like, the <laughs> it, i mean it's like any of his books are like that like because no country for old men is is was based off of, that movie was based off of the novel of the same title by him and that is brutal the Road is one of the most brutal books I've ever read. This is just so fucking brutal. It's so brutal. <laughs> but that guy does read it really well. Uh, I know. That's I, I actually have not read or listened to any other Cormac McCarthy. This is the only one. And, <laughs> and I listened to it based on a recommendation I heard. And yeah. it, it was very inspiring and disturbing. And I have no idea what happens in that story. But like, it's so I mean, I, I, rich. That sticks in my head because you and Pumps both said that like you don't you didn't get the story at all, but it just sounded so awesome and beautiful. I'm piecing it together and and get what's going on. And I'm sure you guys did, too. I, I mean, I'm sure you were. I don't think I did. I mean, like, I remember Toad Vine and the Kid, but mostly because I wrote that down <laughs> as a possible song title. But I um, that Moto might get a kick out of this. But uh, my song French New Year 
Moto, the all we have is blood and time. I took from this. It's kind of adapted from the opening, like they call it an epigraph for that book. And it was, and it said something about the, I can't remember, but the end of the quote that opens Blood Beridian, that's from something else. And it's one of those things is they, um, fearing only blood and time. It was something like that. Oh, but I took, yeah, there was nice. a lot of, there was a lot of the language that I was excited about that made it into some of those songs in Graveyard and stuff. It's such a I, fucking creepy book. It's very poetic. In- just like yeah, super poetic, yeah, and and brutal as fuck. <laughs> I, I've even taken inspiration from like Science Channel documentaries talking about things. They were talking about the Earth mantle and how the plates were sinking below, and yeah, somehow I got inspiration for lyrics from that. But hey, yeah, I love the Blood and Time from uh, French New Year off uh, the Furious Light. Yeah, Dave produced Roman. by Moto himself. Yeah, uh, great album. On, uh, Thank you. I I'm fond of it as well. It's on all the everywhere you can find albums, <laughs> um, most places anyway. But uh, okay. Oh, we were talking. Yeah, so definitely go to audibletrial.com/lwsd. Yep. And get Blood about... Meridian. Do yourselves a favor. Let's do, get the long do Universal a... Monsters. And... Yeah, let's do a quick synopsis of My Pet Monsters, just so people know what we're talking about, and then um, That's a good idea. And then. Well, oh, I uh, want to get my Snyder story before we move on from it. But, oh, yeah, but, please. No, and actually, maybe uh, we... Well, I we did the teaser from the box story, but from the box art. But Palmer's great at synopsizing things in terms of like what happens in this movie. <laughs> um. Well, do you want to do your Snyder thing or do you want to do the synopsis first? Uh, I'll, I'll, no, you, you do the synopsis quick because I, I think the my Snyder thing will come it, from it a pivotal ba- point. Like the, here's the gist of the movie. It's only fifty minutes long, and five minutes of five to ten minutes of that is commercials at the beginning. So, <laughs> yeah. um, kids go to a museum. There's a, a doctor researcher there who's giving giving their tour and tells them about these statues that he erected from um, um, ancient civilization that supposedly have the power to turn whoever stands before them into a monster, and the nobody believes him and he's all jaded and everybody leaves. Well, the whole up to that point, the kid's just been running trying to get to that point. So he hasn't been able to eat. So he's super hungry. And while he's standing in front of the statue, his stomach growls and the statue turns him into a monster. And so then they hit the, the guy hit an apple out of his hand, which crossed the line, which made him cross the line oh, to get the apple. Yeah, oh, and that he, dickhead kid. Yeah, yeah. which is like, almost biblical. Wow. Yeah, right? and he like <laughs> kneels. And, well, and he kneels too. Nice. That's the other thing too. Like he's humble in front of the statue to pick up the apple, and then that turns him into the monster. Right. Look at all these nuances that they probably didn't even. Yeah. You know, like wow. I bet the writers would be pleased as punch to hear this because they're like, oh my god, somebody understands. They got it. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> so, it turns him into a monster. The instantly the the guy like so they go to talk the sister who is like the mother basically of this kid because his parents are inept uh (laughs) i love melanie says like at the beginning i wrote it down she's like come on max this isn't a problem for dad right (laughs) which is just like getting a shirt it's not a problem for you either melanie it's a problem for your fucking parents like they should deal with it like (laughs) um so the that that researcher instantly tries to like kidnap him because he wants to keep him for research so he uses his monster skills to get away and the sister comes up with this idea of imagine all the good you could do with your monster powers and 
The subplot then is that the brother's trying to get in the pants of the rich girl by walking her show dog the day of or the day before the big dog show. The dog sees, money off of and, yeah. yeah. The dog sees the kid as the monster and then loses his like poodle perm. Yeah, so the brother crazy. says, I'm gonna go get his hair redone and it'll be fine. Oh no, the girlfriend demanded. Oh yeah, it was two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. It pushed the so, limit of what is acceptable to spend. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, he's not a grown up yet. He's not, if he would have been our age, two hundred fifty dollars would have been like, Yes, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. Oh, <laughs> I understand. I'd when I was, I was 16, kid, I was like, that's a lot of money. Yeah, when I was 16 years old, 250 <laughs> bucks. Dog cut. Yeah, for a dog haircut? No. Um, yeah. So they try to go to a cheap place to get the dog cut, and then that place happens to be run by two villains. <laughs> I like the, who are trying, <laughs> whose big plan is to find a dog to win the dog show so they can win the money. And. You're not going to believe who just walked through the door. Well, you did. Not me. The front door. Not this door. This <laughs> yeah, door. I love their little accent. Yeah. Uh, We're the wet bandits. Yeah. I know they're basically like the wet bandits. Yeah, from that's exactly it. And uh, <laughs> their plan is that they're going to steal the show dog, dye its hair pink, and then show it to win the money. And so there's now there's two villains because there's the museum researcher, Snyder, and then these two guys. But this is the think of the good that you can do with your monster powers. So this is like his first mission as a monster is to save this dog. And they end up doing it and everything's good. But the last scene is like Snyder is in front of the the he's in front of the statues and he's like, why didn't you choose me? I've dedicated my whole life to you. And just as he finishes his big speech, his stomach growls and you in because they realize the hunger is what controls the monster. Yeah. And because uh, he has to be hungry to turn into the monster. And so Snyder's like, he's like cursing his whole life and regretting all of his choices. And like his stomach growls. And then the statue that he's standing in front of, its eyes light up. And he's about, that's how it goes to black. It ends yeah. on a cliffhanger. Like yeah. he's about to get to a, that is probably the biggest travesty of this whole movie as a child was I, I never got the sequel that I was supposed to yeah. get, you know, that they set it, up perfectly. Yeah. I agree, and maybe that's why they made more monsters. That could like, be you know to I- sell more. But um, yep. man, I'm getting hungry. My stomach's feeling. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, oh my shit. god! <laughs> Whoa, which one is that? That's not even the one I picture. <laughs> this is my pet monster. What? Uh, what do you mean? Where did that come from? Can you see it? I'm trying to. I'm oh yeah. Oh yeah, we can ah, see it. I see it. He's not blue though. This is Palmer's. This is well. This is the one Palmer had. This is Wargort. This oh. came from uh, uh, so our newest subscriber, Mister Broadman. He what? Uh, he 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 has this in his garage at all times. That's and fucking I thought, amazing! Oh, my God! <laughs> so his fucking man amazing. Wargort, the football player one. Because I looked oh, it up shit. online, he came with the jersey and all that. Because we ours was blue, yeah, yeah, and I think that's still in the house somewhere. I'm not sure where, but I, I'm sure we wouldn't have thrown it out completely. I we kicked gotta... its ass, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tore it to shreds. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> I... 
That is how I think that started. That I think we were playing Big Trouble Little China in the corner, and it evolved into Bruce Lee fighting my pet monsters. That's funny you say that. <laughs> we're playing back. We're playing uh, that. We're playing Big Trouble in Little China using like Universal monster figures and Bruce Lee and Karate Kid action figures. <laughs> anyway, I can't believe. Or, uh, Jesus, beep that. I can't believe Moto <laughs> is holding a fucking My Pet Monster right now. Like, I'm like, just, it's like you guys are buddies. It's like Shamrock right there is sitting next to you. You drink, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You've been hanging out since the 80s. Yeah. Like, Holy gosh, shit. So I, that is so awesome. He drinks oh, me under man. the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Isn't that funny? But this is your work, right? This is the one you had, isn't it? Yeah, that this, look it does look like it. I can't remember what color he was because all I can remember is the original blue one, but that has mm-hmm. to be if that was the one that came I, with the jersey and the football helmet. Yep. Because yep. I know mine had a helmet and a jersey on it. I looked it up online and I only saw one with a jersey, but uh yeah, some people want like a hundred bucks, you know, and whatever. Yeah, no way. I so used my favorite newest, thing uh, was the handcuffs. I used to walk around with yeah. the handcuffs all yeah. the time and just be like that's what he said. Gah! All the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> so that's fun, too, because you could play Hulk with that. Like yeah. The Incredible yeah. Hulk. <laughs> that's I used to do. I did think of that. So our newest YouTube subscriber helped us uh, get this here. So wow. thanks, awesome. Broadman, for Yeah, thank you, Broadman. That was thank a... you so much. Yes, and thank you for thank subscribing. You. Please subscribe. We're trying to get to that 100 subscribers so that we can get our unique URL. Yeah, that's what I was trying to explain to him. And he was, he, I think he signed on a little bit today. And uh, he says awesome. he listens a little bit at work and, uh, or when he has a certain type of work to do. But, um, very good. That's great. So cool. Nice to know that people are enjoying it. I know. Moto yeah. told me he, uh, he created an account for our mom to help us. <laughs> <laughs> if all of our listeners could just do that, that just create great. some dummy yeah. accounts. <laughs> yeah. Because she's not watching YouTube. But no, if all of our subscribers to. signed up their moms, we don't still only have 80 <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sign up your moms and your dads, please. <laughs> Mother's happy Mother's awesome. Day. <laughs> yeah, put it in a card. It's a perfect present. Perfect Mother's Day present. Like I created an email subscribe you to a free podcast. And you get a free audiobook. <laughs> and audibletrial.com slash LWSD. Um no, Jeez. uh man that would be fucking genius so <laughs> so what's your snyder tell talk about snyder the how oh, you came to so i was trying to remember like how how i got into my pet monster and yeah we had the you know i've talked about how the monster was in the house and i was getting into monsters with the universal monsters you know dracula frankenstein wolfman that kind of stuff i was really into it and um i was starting to make these movies on home video and i had seen um i, I had been able to get rent in New Hampshire, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein, which I'd only ever like gotten these picture books from the Ritman Library. Yeah, that were uh, there were these orange, there was Crestwood House. There were these orange backed picture books that told there were just like stills from those uh, 30s and 40s movies with kid friendly text. Gotcha. And uh, so my we made uh, uh, Frankenstein based on one of those like the credits is me holding up the book to the camera (laughs) and then me and moto playing all the parts and um, (laughs) to the point where we're like we're alternating 
in one scene. Like, I think I've talked about this in the show before. So I could be the monster and the mad doctor. Like, he and I would literally switch roles mid-scene. So no one but me knew what was going on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so after that, I was into... uh, I loved the book for Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which actually was just a book for mad scientists. And in this in this particular book, they told several different stories, but Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was one of them. And uh, it used the pictures and the, and the storyline from the 1932 Frederick March version, which is still a fucking magic trick of a movie. Like, that movie is incredible. In fact, he was nominated, I think, for an Academy Award. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde from 1932. Okay. It was actually, that was not a universal monster movie. That didn't come from the universal company. I think it was MGM or Paramount. I think it was Paramount. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that movie's incredible. And the transformation scene in that is unreal. And I, and actually, it's rather mature in some ways, too, because I think it was right around when they, the, the code was starting to, to demand uh, certain censorships that hadn't quite happened yet. Anyway, I only knew it through this picture book but I wanted to make a movie of it. And so I didn't have the movie itself to base my actions off of. I've been reading children's versions of the Robert Louis Stevenson story, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and I had this picture book. So in the opening scene of that version and and in the one that I was reading, it's uh, Dr. Jekyll giving a lecture about the duality in man. (laughs) So so my version of this... uh, that I made in 1988. I'm wearing Karate Kid pajamas. So you see like Ralph Macchio doing the crane kick pose. I'm wearing a white karate like jer- uh, gi open to be a suit coat. <laughs> nice. And I'm lecturing no one on nothing. But but what I'm actually saying, well, I can't, I think I'm saying stuff that has to do with like, it is possible for, you know, the soul of man to be separated or something. But then I get upset and they go, Kitty's quiet. This is no bedtime story. This is fact. I have spent half my life studying this. Mm, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> now my <laughs> colleagues think I am crazy. Good night. <laughs> oh. Basically, all I remembered in my improvisation from the Snyder speech. Oh, that's so, uh, awesome. When I saw that a couple weeks ago when I watched this, I was like, oh, Oh shit! That's yeah. why I said that. Yeah, and I realized how many lines in this movie, like I was, was just like burnt into my brain from watching it a billion times. I think I'm gonna actually so post to, to our Twitter because that's such a short segment. I'm gonna do a side by side because you know it's four three like a square. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it'll be me and Snyder like going at the same time. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yes, please. Anyway, oh. that's what I was thinking about. But yeah, we used to watch the shit out of this movie. <laughs> that's we got it from Giant Eagle always. That was what yeah. I think where we were always renting it from. And you know what's so funny is is like you watch this now and you're like, this is a this is just a, a, a to sell toys, and you rented it. Can you imagine how much your poor parents probably spent <laughs> on that fifty minute long movie? Like, oh, like yeah. But those but, are the days of like dollar rentals. I mean, there's probably. Yeah, but with like inflation, 10, that could be bucks. like five bucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were always dedicated to our happiness, I think. But, yeah. Uh, um, and how ridiculous it may get. Uh, but I, the other thing is to just like say, hey, kids, watch this. I'm going to go do something else. I'm sure. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. work too. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, a, a dollar babysitter, right? 
But those were also yeah. the days where like you rented it and it was like, okay, it's got to come back tomorrow. Ugh, See you, yeah. you tomorrow. Gas you know, money. Like, yep. You didn't think about gas money so much back then. Or so, um, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it's a fantastic movie. Snyder was fucking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just a brilliant performance in there. But I mean, committed. That's, that's about all I got on a 50 minute long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, let's yeah. move on. Let's, uh, you want to take a pee break and then, uh, sure. we'll come back and we'll talk Monster Squad. How's that? Fucking A. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure if i should wait that's a well it's a a a more in-depth look at the crestwood monster series it's a whole article reviewing those books you just talked about oh my god that's fantastic oh and they have pictures of them (laughs) and they yes oh that's beautiful oh and it's the frankenstein one that they lead with i actually found this on ebay as a soft cover um but i was like i have to have it i used to get these all the time. In fact, that one I was talking about with the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I have a specific memory of being <laughs> at Mike Smeltzer's house. <laughs> was nice. guy Mike. Do you remember who that was? He, he moved away. That, that too old. Familiar. Yeah. He was a jock. So I was like one of those names you hear, but he was like one of my two friends, him and Steve Thompson, when I was in like kindergarten and first grade. Yeah. And I remember being over at his uh, house and the Frank and Drac. I've talked about, I think, in this show. That was the Midnight Matinee show that had Frankenstein's monster and, and Dracula as the kind of big Chuck and Little John that would introduce movies, and it was always monster movies. And in February of two th- or of nineteen eighty eight, they did Frankenstein, like all four Frankenstein movies in in sequence. And then in March, oh, wow. they did the Wolfman movies, and that I was I watched those endlessly, and I've been trying to kind of reclaim them on the internet now because my tape's molded but uh i i was at mike smeltzer's and the bride of frankenstein was on and i we were eating cheetos <laughs> and this started at eleven thirty, i remember yeah or maybe it was 10 i can't remember but it was late it was too late for like kids our age and i remember like somebody i don't know if it was me or whoever like smudged that book like with with the cheetos <laughs> on, oh. on the picture of uh I think it was John Barrymore's uh, Dr. Jekyll, or sorry, his Mr. Hyde, which is fucked up looking to this day. That's from the 20s. And I used to get that book all the time and see the smudge. And and I think 
I feel like when I was, you know, moved back from North Carolina and just like getting divorced and sort of starting my life again, I went to the Ritman library and got it and it still was there with the smudge. Oh, <laughs> that's so like, awesome. Wow. It's like I've made that when I was, you know, yeah. nine. <laughs> I'm surprised they still had those to check out. Like, I feel like they were dwindling. Yeah. yeah. And I might even be making up that they had that one in particular, but I think they might have. And yeah, so I'm. That's just such a great article. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into this more. And yeah, but I, that's great that they feature the Frankenstein one because that was the one I got the most, and that's the one I found to purchase. Yeah, I loved that series. Oh, look at all those titles! Yes, yes. Where'd you come up? Where'd you find that? I just searched uh, Crestwood Monster Books, and this was the first thing that came up. Oh, Look at that. Like Frankenstein's dabbing. That's awesome. He looks like. <laughs> the, on the cover, you mean? Yeah. That he looks dabbing. He's getting. Or that he's about to dab. He's like, he's yeah. like mid dab. Like, just... I got to learn how to yeah. share my screen for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, your entire screen share it all right so watch this on youtube <laughs> if you're listening to this as a podcast and see frankenstein dabbing <laughs> i could totally see it <laughs> oh it kills me to this day that that's lon cheney jr not boris karloff yeah it's so unacceptable <laughs> because <laughs> that's telling the Karloff version oh i think it must have been cheaper that's all i can think of yeah. to this like right now i'm reading this beautiful uh 200th anniversary commemorative annotated edition and it's got like fucking glenn strange from like uh never mind nobody knows what i'm talking about but it bothers me <laughs> oh did you get your mary Always shelley notebook thing yet when does i that did come? yeah yeah. I, I got it. It's beautiful. I, I did record uh, a uh, an, uh, an unboxing type video for it. Yeah. And um, I just haven't done anything with it because we with the pinball and then I had the cyborg one, which the cyborg one wasn't all that exciting. Like yeah. I almost didn't do anything with it. But then I, I had tweeted about it and I was like, all right. I talked about like they had, I don't know. So I just did it quick over the weekend. And Shout Factory retweeted it, man. <laughs> Shout Factory retweeted it. So that was fun. And Again. then they were like, hey, <laughs> you got to gotta watch for the red. But then they responded to like, we don't always ship two weeks early. Yeah. <laughs> but what's amazing but there is they would have had to have watched it. A poster, David. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe they contained a poster because we joked. You guys joked about the posters way back in the day. Like how they knew David Allman because he's going to get a, every JCPD <laughs> yeah. poster. Right. And then they include a poster. How That's cool. So, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah so i did do it i threw it together for that purpose just so that there was something and then it was funny that they picked it up and watched it i guess and commented on it yeah love those shout factory folks uh but yeah so i will put together the frankenstein um unboxing thing for that manuscript i was really hoping that and i think it's still possible that remember we were talking about that theatrical thing that they put in that that they filmed it and put it in theaters that stars benedict cumberbatch Come and, uh, yeah. and John, Johnny, oh, sorry, John, what's your name? <laughs> Sick boy from, uh, <laughs> from Transpire. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I can't think of his name. But uh, in the alternating role. So I was hoping, because he sounded interested to see that, I would want to see it, that we could, on this 200, 
200th anniversary of the publication of Frankenstein, be able to catch that in theaters. I feel like in the fall, and so I might oh, okay. ramp ramp yeah. up the the um, the Frankenstein action then, or to do a Frankenstein episode around that time based around those performances. If we're able to see him, I don't know if we will be. Uh, is it beautiful at least? Like, does, is it everything that you oh, wanted yeah. it to be? Yeah. It really is. It's it's gorgeous. It's it's worth the the investment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's oh uh, man, it looks spectacular. Like I have a, I have some like I have a this beautiful. It's a beautiful volume. Like it's it it's sort of perfect on the outside, and it's it's Ian Curtis's journals and lyric notes for or not his journals. It's his lyric notes and stuff from Joy Division, the the singer who killed himself. And uh, in like 1980, but that that's looks great from the outside, and it's great the content. But when you open it, you know you see the edges of the pages and stuff yeah. like that. It just looks like scanned material, yeah. kind of with a border around it. Whereas the the Kirk I can't Cob- think of the company Kurt Cobain's journals are like that too. The the book that's of his what, journals. When you open it, it's like maybe the case. You can see it's a, from a spiral notebook. Like you can see the spirals even in the binding of the like in the photograph that's taken of the page. Um, but it's not like an actual spiral notebook in this presentation. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a bound book, but when you open it, you can see that it, they just took a picture of a spiral notebook and, and yeah. put it on. And that's better than, I mean, that's better than not having those things, but some of, some so like the presentation of the Frankenstein manuscript goes further in that. I have seen that kind of presentation of a few of those pages, but this all looks like it was written on the page you're looking at. There's, That's there's awesome. none of that. It's so it's beautiful. The darkness on the edge of town. Bruce Springsteen box set is like that too. It's, it's like a replica of his notebook, but it is in itself a spiral bound notebook. That's awesome. Yeah. Pearl Jam has some cool stuff like that. So I, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to get some cool shit in the mail <laughs> today <laughs> when I was doing all those uh, late night, like edit sessions for work. Like one, one, one point I went down a rabbit hole and I found and ordered a DVD of the movie judgment night from 1992. Does that ring a bell? That's a, that's Emilio obscure... Estevez in that, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like Emilio that, Estevez. Like they're going to go on a, they're going to go out and go see a fight or something or go see yes, a sports thing. Something. And they end up pissing off the wrong people that end up hunting yes. them then in the city yeah, all night. Long. The trailer they're, was crazy. Yeah, they're like yeah. Sub, they're like us, like doughy suburban guys, right? And they go into yeah. the city for this thing. That's and right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great that you remember that. It's like Cuba Gooding Jr., which I think at the time was why I watched it. I was watching I just seen Boys in the Hood. I was watching any Cuba Gooding Jr. get my yeah. hands on. Emilio Estevez is in it. Uh, Stephen Dorff and Dennis Leary, <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe one other guy, but it's pretty much that. Who's the cast. villain in that? Is it Dennis Leary? It is Dennis Leary. Yeah. yeah, who who was kind of new on the scene at the time, at least in movies. And uh, anyway, that's off topic. But I was yeah, sometimes just randomly order <laughs> things like that. that I, I I this week I ordered just a ton of tools. I literally built a toolbox of pinball tools, like stuff that I need to work on pinballs. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. You're always building tables or or boxes. <laughs> so yeah. it's like yeah. you're building the thing to hold the thing, which yeah. is great. Yeah. It's like an extra step kids. of the journey. I I realized that this was an epiphany uh, recently. I love kits. I love like that and and I'm saying that like is the British use of that word where it's like where they're like what's your kit? And that means it's like your what's the, your collection of tools or um, another term that gets used that I like a lot is like your EDC, your everyday carry. What's what? What are you? What are you? 
what do you carry with you at all times right and that's your kit of stuff my cake box is like a big kit moto you've seen that it's right? a good my, kit yeah like you know how to use it yeah and it's like all of my stuff in there and then um so i made a pinball one of those this this awesome. week but it was just like ordering tools to to throw in there like solder a, a, a desoldering sucker and uh clippers and wires and crimpers and then Things parts. make your life easier yes <laughs> yes uh i've been watching a lot of i i've decided to go with the pin palmer's pinball adventure i'm not i'm i'm definitely not going to go from a tutorial because uh, there's just the community is so the pinball community is so big and there's so many people that have been in it since the 70s still that are like giving their insights i I, it would be silly for me to be like, and this is how you fix this. So I want to definitely go more from the angle of these are what I use. These are the resources that I use to to do this one thing. Um, well, and, and your adventure. In my adventure. Process. Of, yeah. Because eh. halfway through, you might run into something you didn't see coming. And it's like, huh, yep. guess what, guys? Awesome, yep. right? So here's where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Um, I, I recently traded my independence day pinball machine that was pristine it was a yeah i got to you showed double d and i that and uh man that was a lot of work yeah that's what i was beautiful it's like but i i I traded that for a i up traded actually i got a more expensive pinball machine with that uh that just needs some work and so i I, now i'm working on two pinball machines i'm working on the the space invaders and uh the getaway is the new one i got so Awesome. Which it's like the Kim Basinger Alec Baldwin movie. <laughs> actually, you drive like the whole point that it's a car theme. So like there's a supercharger on the table, which is awesome. And it looks like a supercharger from a car. But when you put the when you shoot the pinball up into that and it's activated, the supercharger like it uses magnets to speed the ball around this track. So it just goes oh, cool. like super fast. It's really awesome. That's uh, cool. Uh, all right. So look for that coming up uh, once I start Palmer's <laughs> Pinball Adventures, whenever that happens to be. I mean, I got all the videos shot on my phone. Uh, I should just start editing them together on my phone because that's would be convenient, I guess. But uh, yeah, um, that's what's, that's about it. Want to want to talk uh, Monster Squad? How about that? Monster Squad, hell yeah! How'd you come to this one? Uh. I think this was one of those because this came out like right after the Goonies, right? Like, or, yeah, what, or, year, what year is Goonie? I, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I, I feel don't like either. 86. This was 87. And I know. So, I feel like this movie was a response. In, in hindsight, now as a grown up, 85 was Goonies. I feel okay. like Monster Squad was almost like a response to the Goonies. Like, and you need, using Universal Monsters. Yes, yeah, like like yeah. like just trying to capture that thing, which was great because it helped create this like kid adventure genre in the eighties and nineties that existed. Um, and they still the could be happening, but I just don't know. You just don't see like kids getting turned into monsters or finding pirate ships or flying into space, like building spaceships and flying to space. Like you just don't see that kind of adventure movies anymore. I don't know for kids. I feel like ready player one is as close as you yes. get to that these days. And I think Pete's, that's how we ended up. Uh, there. The reboot of Pete's dragon was pretty good. That was a pretty good kid adventure movie. I guess they still do. They still do that. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. They just don't, 
the did, group of kids thing though was very that was yeah. that was like a thing for a while and i yeah. don't feel like that's something we see a lot it which is funny because i'm not sure well okay i i have just a little tidbit because i always thought that too of the goonies thing like this is the response to goonies to cash in on that yeah and i'm bet that's how it got made but I, what I learned from the commentary, I listened to two commentaries That's awesome. <laughs> and watched a bunch, like a hour and a half behind the scenes. Um, wow. What I learned though was the the guy that that made and uh, and wrote or co-wrote, the co-writer and director of, of Monster Squad, Fred Decker, said that he was a big Universal Monsters fan as a kid, and. Yeah, he only mentioned the Goonies thing one time. He's like, he's like that actually wasn't. He's like, I could see how people would think that, but that just didn't happen to be the case. It, it came from this other series of events, and basically, he wanted to. He was a fan of the Universal monster movies and the like things like the Little Rascals. So his idea was, what if the and Abbott and in, in particular Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein? Which, as much as I talk about loving those movies, I didn't see Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein until I was in my mid to late 20s so and that, that is considered in the frankenstein canon of those films right yeah yeah i i yeah i think so because uh you have boris karloff had not played oh no he didn't i thought maybe he came back and played the monster for that but he didn't it was glenn strange who had been playing him since like the late 40s who was just a stuntman whatever i don't have a lot of love for glenn strange but somebody had to do it <laughs> um, and but but lugosi and lon lugosi was dracula right which is awesome and that right. hadn't happened in a while and and lon chaney jr was the wolfman so those are that's important um and i did see it as a, in my late 20s and it is delightful and it's it's considered you know to be an especially good example of horror comedy um awesome but so this guy fred decker he wanted to make like the little rascals meet the the monsters basically yeah and that's where that kind of came from that's um, a cool idea but so <laughs> it, is, it is a great yeah. idea in it and it i'm glad that i'm glad that you found that out because it helps like it makes the monster squad a little more i i mean i love the monster squad don't get me wrong i never considered it a ripoff of the goonies or anything like that just like you said it's probably what helped motivate getting it made like at an executive level like in a studio oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. Goonies um, with the monsters, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that uh, I'm glad that it came from a much purer place than just like I mean, because especially in the '80s, I mean, we talk about canon films all the time. It would have been nothing for canon films to be like, "Hey, look at the Goonies. Let's make something like that." You know, oh, what I, absolutely, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, uh, so uh, I'm glad that it comes from a, a purer place than than them just trying to cash in on something, you know. Yeah, but as a Goonies uh, kid, how so? You saw this like a couple years later, and you're like, oh, "This will be like the Goonies." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all of these movies like came uh, came to me through three ways, probably. So my cousin, if I would borrow something from her, HBO, because we had HBO, that oh, was like yeah. the one premium channel we had, and like, I mean, that's how I know Canon Films because it it, it was like HBO would just buy because I'm sure they sold um, broad broadcast distribution to their movies for like nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like HBO yeah. was just like, yeah, we'll buy it. Like I remember you could set a watch. You knew it was summertime when breaking Two electric boogaloo came on HBO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, because they played that in the summertime. So, uh, it, uh, you you see like you see all those things but and then the third way would be 
like you guys where it was like, all right, what movie do you want to rent? You know, and I saw so many movies like that where it was just like my mom was like, you can rent one movie. What do you want to rent? Okay. And uh, I think that's I want to say that's how Monster Squad came across my plate as a kid. Maybe my mom might have been like, oh, this is like the Goonies or I want to I can't remember if we saw it in the theater I oh wow! We, I don't think we did though. I think we went to my my uh, the cousin that was my age. I saw a few movies like that. Yeah, it, I think it was a rental. I think that's how I saw it as a rental. That's how I saw the Goonies too was a rental. Um, I have the the a VHS. If you're on oh, uh, watching the YouTube, yeah. you can see it or you can find it online. But like that's a killer <laughs> like cover in terms of it's like a brilliant you're, co- you're it, in, and it's right? like a classic box art cover because you have those um the ghost images of the yeah um, you got the monsters kind of in the background and if i i can name at least two other movies that use that same style with vampires so uh oh. or or that it reminds me so fright night was one that used that oh, same style yeah. you know oh, yeah yes uh i've never seen that actually that oh. reminds me i gotta see oh that oh my <laughs> god you've never seen fright night <laughs> no that's a great movie. I love that movie. It's so good. I hear the remake's good too. The remake is pretty good, but the original is the, the best friend is is one of the best vampires in a in a film I have ever seen. Like one of the scariest and one of the just like I'm a vampire and I'm gonna fucking mess with you psychologically. Like oh, oh is he the best because the best friend gets turned in that movie into a vampire as like a, a punishment to him by the actual vampire. Yeah. And then he sends the best friend to like kill him basically. And it is, Oh my gosh, is it so good? That movie is fantastic. Fright night. is just like, I can't even tell you like, I can't even oh, that's so like great. how great it is. Like I'm as excited. a vampire movie, it's so fantastic. Uh, I'm in. I'm I watching the behind the scenes and stuff of this my pet or of the Monster Squad, the director's previous movie or two uh, two previous movies, both of which uh maybe I hadn't heard of. Night of the Creeps was the only one he directed just prior to that. Which I'd, I I thought I'd heard of but I hadn't. But the pre, his first one that he was involved with was called House. Oh, which that I can't watch I that. I've heard of. And Double D that's the that's the scary movie that Double D that turned Double D off to scary movies. Okay, oh, yeah, I knew yeah. I heard of it somewhere. We heard that story on the thirty episode. Uh, yes. That's when we heard that story. Oh, okay, okay. So I was already kind of interested to check those out just for the period aspect and 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 this kind of stigma that House had. So now I'm gonna have to add fright. Wait, the Frightener, Fr- Fright Night. Sorry, Fright Night. Fright oh, Frighteners Night. is um, that's Michael J. Fox. I feel like they I use that the, the box art a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, they probably did. Um, the director that was Peter Jackson directed the Frighteners. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. Which I'd be interested. Oh, that, that's a too. fantastic one too. Oh, that's right so there. good. Michael J. Fox is amazing in that. Uh, let me. I'm looking at Night of the Creeps. I'm just wondering because that that sounds familiar. He was talking about in that movie. He basically just threw in every sort of B movie cliche you could ever think of. He's like, he just put it all in one movie. That's awesome. Like, oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm sorry, so I hopped in, but you, but you, yeah, you, so you saw it on VHS. Just as a rental is probably how it was just probably one of those things where, like, the first time I ever saw the Goonies, I was at 
a different cousin's house because this cousin was my age and my mom and my aunt went down and rented them and like just came back and we're like, Oh, we were going to watch a movie tonight. We rented a movie. And I was like, what movie did you rent? And they were like, Oh, Goonies. And I got so mad because I thought it was the ghoulies and I had already watched the ghoulies and I hated it. I was like, that movie's so stupid. The ghoulies with the little monsters. They're so dumb. And, uh, (laughs) She's like, no, Goonies. And then we watched the Goonies, and it's my favorite movie that I like ever. It's yeah. it's such a great movie. A fun... I think I mentioned on the podcast, I'm sure, more than once that I didn't see the Goonies till I was an adult. And I and I love it now. Um because yeah. it's I feel like that movie is just undeniable. But as a kid, like Monster Squad was my Goonies. Like I watched it constantly and it filled that same sort of uh, adventure and delight for me because of course I also love those monsters. I thought this week or when I was watching this that maybe this is where I became interested in the Universal Monsters, but I re- realized now the timeline's a little off. And I that thought, I would have been so here, so this is my assumption in knowing what I know about the both of you and how you grew up and your parents and all those things. I envisioned your obsession with the mo- the Universal Monsters came from, it was an easy one that your dad Channel would let you 43. watch. Yeah. Well, that and you could watch W-I- it. They weren't bad. W-O-I-O. They were like W-O-I-O, W-O-I-O yeah. yeah. There was those channels. And that I think that I think it was on TV, but Dave became obsessed. And I, I certainly enjoy him. And those are the movies I remember. Wolfman, yeah. Frankenstein. I, fu- I literally yeah. watched the Wolfman last weekend, <laughs> like oh, the first yeah. half of it. Because I was like, I didn't know what to watch. It was like Saturday or something, and I needed to wind down. And it was like just starting to warm up. There's a big full moon and it just smelled in the air i'm like i don't know i guess the wolf man (laughs) so i put it in and i and and that wasn't just the full moon it was it's also the time of year because of that frank and drac midnight matinee show they showed them in march and so i was watching them in march and watching them throughout april and stuff so here's my like dirty confession i don't think i have watched one universal monster film all the way through ah I could see that. I I don't know that you could watch them now and be into it. <laughs> like maybe creature is creature from the Black Lagoon. Was that officially a Universal monster? Yeah, that yeah. was like in the fifties. I think I don't I know if I've seen that, that one all the way a, through. As an adult, I think I did watch that one all the way through. But any of the other, I mean, I know the cliche scenes. I know the it's alive scene from oh, yeah, Frankenstein, yeah. and I know the hiss from Bride of Frankenstein when she's like, yeah, <laughs> I know oh, that, yeah. and yeah. I know the like. There's that amazing shot of Dracula where he just like he turns and the camera zooms at one and that gets used all the time that like of him like turning. Yeah. And they used to do this great thing where they would it doesn't always work like you can tell sometimes it's a little off, but they would they would try to put these pin lights right in his eyes. Yeah. And so you can see in a lot of shots where it's like it's off. It doesn't work. But the time or two that it does work, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was a great age for that. I think a lot there was. I was a. I was an odd. I might have been the last sort of age range possible. To but you weren't turned on to these from your like from your dad as like an easy. Oh, here's no. an easy one that you could watch that I don't have to edit. I don't have to like take all the crap oh, yeah. out of it. No, you know, like. I honestly, I'm not sure how how it would have happened. Um, but it was all around that time and a little bit before, like the two things that we're talking about because I was. But maybe like just before or something. But I don't know what it was that actually I'd truly. I'd be curious if if Dad's into just 
script, you know, that. Or maybe you know, they, I, who maybe they remember how it happened. <laughs> I mean, mom's sci-fi, but you know, anyways. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein and the Wolfman were my favorites, and those are the ones that stand out. Like I could watch them front to back, you know. Like, yeah. Enjoy it. So Frankenstein. Yeah. Wolfman, I'm pretty sure I can and Dracula. Do... Yeah, I'm Dracula's pretty sure. Right too. Dracula's a little bit more boring of, of the three. Wolfman is probably the least boring because so, it actually has score music throughout. Shit happens. People turn into werewolves. But like Frankenstein and Dracula came out in the same year, 1931. Like there's no score music after the right. credits. And, you know, it was early talkies. And so you're seeing shit that you hadn't seen in movies at that time. And it's very striking, but it is kind of boring. But yeah. but I just came to them at the right age to where they're... The, more than anything, those movies might be like the most sort of pacifying comfort type movies for me. Sure. Because sure. they are also just, they're not, you know, like, like a lot of movies, there's a lot going on. It's a lot like of onslaught. So if I just want to like truly like chill, <laughs> chill where I'm like not even taking in much stimulus, then yeah. there's still go-tos. I watch them almost once a year still. That's how but, my uh, rewatching yeah, so. of Monster Squad was where it was just kind of, it was playing. I looked at the screen a bunch, you know, but it was like I heard all the lines I wanted to hear, whether or not I was looking at the screen, you know, and 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 I was so like, familiar. oh yeah, this is, yeah. It, it just becomes it's like the Goonies too for me. Explorers would be like that, where it's just like I've seen it so many times, and I know how it makes me feel. That just knowing it's playing is enough to make me feel that way sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, so. But the Monster Squad was definitely like that. So I'll do the synopsis. Let's do the synopsis for this one real quick, and then oh yeah, so yeah, and people then can we'll uh, know what the hell we're talking. About so there. yeah, so that way we're not three quarters of the way through the conversation before they get. To what we're <laughs> yeah, talking about. yeah. So uh, the whole point of Monster Squad is there's two friends who have a monster club because they love horror movies. The one friend when you fir- the 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 leader of the club. Has the greatest T-shirt ever made? Yes. Where King it's rules. those Stephen King rules, but it's not—it's literally the iron-on letters. Make yeah, he made Stephen it himself. King. He made it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Which they don't tell you, but you can only assume. You can only assume that it, yeah. you know because I'm pretty sure they didn't have a 1987 Stephen King rules T-shirts, but like, no. right. yeah. Uh, so they have a monster club. They get in trouble for having the monster club because instead of going to class, they or participating in class. They draw monsters. And yeah. The <laughs> front of the human head. <laughs> I, I, so I, here's the other thing too, is like, so there's the friend, the leader of the monster club, who's totally into monsters. I'm pretty sure he's the only one that's really into monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's true. But he does argue with his buddy, Patrick about like Wolfman wasn't like a guy. He didn't say pants. I think, I, so Patrick is like cool to me. The guy, the Patrick is super cool, but no, like without no, trying. <laughs> no, the, like the guy cools from, uh, Teen Wolf, the friend cools. That's who we were. Isn't that? Oh, Styles. Yeah. Styles. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Geez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He reminds me of Styles where he like he plays along. <laughs> he would have that conversation with him. But when he goes home, he doesn't think about monsters at all. <laughs> That's right. And that, his sister is hot as shit. Yeah. So like he's probably just like, <laughs> well, OK, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. At, but <laughs> uh, but uh, so they have this club. And they end up 
one another kid in the club is the fat kid. I have a whole thing about the fat kid too. Yeah, we'll get he's yeah. they literally call him fat that, they call him fat kid. But like the fat kid thing, the in the eighties, I'm just gonna do it now. Mm-hmm. I don't think the fat kid was the black kid because they couldn't put a black oh. kid in. So they needed diversity, right? They needed a token somebody. So it was like, so you have Chunk, you have the fat kid. And I think it's literally because executives were like, parents won't let kids go see where there's white kids playing with black kids. I think that's still oh, like, was okay. resonating that's possible, yeah. in the 80s. You know, like, yeah. Uh, well, in a group, you need a way to tell kind of kids apart in some way or other, right? Too, and that's right? one and, way. Um, And I think that the fat kid was like the, like you had, you had the, that archetype and you had the the cool archetype and you had the like i'm the like determined leader archetype and you could see those i i should do like a hero's journey type book for these kids adventure movies (laughs) you could you could totally do it you could totally do it you know what i mean like copyright 2018 palmer (laughs) yeah like wait no just give it three months and you'll see that some person is gonna put that book out like because <laughs> yeah. they are subscribed to Long Watch or Drink. I think it's the Shout Factory people. It, it might be. <laughs> uh, so they start this club. They go. The fat kid is in the club. There's this little kid who's like years younger than them. Oh yeah, Eugene he, is such a little kid. How did he get in the club? Who like they won't know. let the sister in, but they'll let him in the club. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's right. It's prescription. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's discrimination, jerkoid. Prescriptions, drugs, but you're on it if you think you're getting up here. And they got a fucking clubhouse. Oh, yeah. that's great. An awesome clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. Like a tree house clubhouse. Perfect. So yeah. I love the the uh so those so there's Eugene, the fat kid, the leader, the cool kid, and then the badass. And this is like this is the kid from Bad News Bear like it's not the person the care think bad news bears the the kid that like rides the dirt bike kelly around leaks. and like is smokes, that right? smokes is that cigarettes. the bad news bears one kelly leaks am i making that up no kelly i think that is his name uh but that's you mean the character's name not the actor the character's right? name yeah 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 yeah, yeah. something he like smokes that. cigarettes and, and curses all the time and rides yeah. a dirt bike <laughs> that that kid is in here but instead of a dirt bike he rides a banana seat bike <laughs> that's right and he wears a fucking leather jacket a with a collar pop he's a 1950s greaser. <laughs> yeah he's a greaser from the 1950s yeah. in 1987 oh, and yeah. he smokes <laughs> smokes all that shit <laughs> like this is the other reason why these 80s movies are perfect be when pg-13 didn't exist because you could get kids smoking drinking actually being Ooh, this kids. is pg-13 but it but that was new right because wasn't it like totally one of the indiana new. jones totally the, yeah yeah well dracula chokes like an eight six-year-old girl and calls her a little bitch yeah he I does mean, yeah little bitch it was like yes Whoa, that's 80s this movie that's could right. not get made today there's no I, not in, way but in is. some ways it is it is so ahead of its time and like it feels like the kind of uh hip hip is maybe the wrong word but it, like i don't know the anyway let's finish the synopsis so we can really just they end up getting a, you you end up finding out the movie opened there was a where van helsing was trying to curse dracula back it did not work a hundred years later, or is it a hundred years? Or yeah, like some portal opens and people get sucked into and it, sucked and... into it, and 
they screwed up. It even says that in the like crawl. They said something like they did, <laughs> like right. they failed, yeah. like they screwed up. Yeah. They did, they they didn't make it. And so, right. uh, it's coming like this is a cycle where Dracula can open a portal to the monster realm, basically, or the the, the nether realm, and devour all the human beings and like rule the world. Mm-hmm. And so. The next cycle, 1987 is the next cycle of this thing when it's going to happen. And it just so happens that the crazy German or the scary German guy that lives in their neighborhood was having a guard sale or somebody found that. And no, 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 I'm I'm mixing stuff. Oh, yeah. The the leaders. There's a journal there in Van Helsing. It's Van Helsing's journal. Right. Yeah. She found it at a garage sale. Found it at a garage sale. (laughs) Coincidentally. Which uh, was wonderfully enough. I learned only this year on the commentary. On the like the little whiteboard that they have in the kitchen, yeah. it says Van Halen's diary. <laughs> like she wouldn't know what to call. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is that is awesome. That's a nice little detail. It is. Uh, and so she, so he has this thing. They, it's in German. They don't understand it. Uh, and so, but in amidst all of that weird stuff, is starting to happen. Like. A mummy disappears from the local museum and a man shows up at the police department, which the kid's dad happens to be a cop claiming he's a werewolf and wants to be locked up. And he ends up getting shot, like like commits suicide by police, basically, and uh, and goes and then uh, plane crashes and all this other stuff. And it's all these monsters coming together because Dracula is in control of all of them. And uh, he, because he's going to use them to open the portal. And these kids are the only ones that know about it. And so basically it's a showdown between them trying to stop. And you get an 80s montage. You get a a Monster Squad song in the credits. (laughs) You get like... You get everything that you want out of a great 80s movie on top of it. Like a blonde and and a white bra and panties. Yes, you get that. Oh, you totally get that. You get fucking monsters. You get everything you want in a movie. Uh, So it's everything I want in a movie. I love that. I love that. I love too during the montage when Eugene writes the letters like, Dear Army Men. And he's like, on the like. And then they show up. I always, as a kid, I was like, What the fuck? Like that, like. (laughs) All right, son. Where's the monsters? Like that, kid, right? It's yeah. gonna mobilize the like, even even the the reserves. Like, there's no way a letter from a six year old is gonna like <laughs> yeah, just, mo- like mobilize the army reserves. You know, that's true. By that time, though, like I was, you're so in that that I guess you. <laughs> I don't know. Even I always thought kid, that was stupid, it's the same but thing I know. With the octopus thing with <laughs> that data says at the end of Goonies. Even as a kid, I was like. Come on, that's a glaring plot hole. I didn't oh. even know what plot holes were, and I was like, "Come on!" It's a bummer. Both those movies lose you in like the last three I minutes. I know. <laughs> what about the guy oh. that explodes in Big Trouble in Little China? You know, <laughs> that's such a weird. Like, turns into a garbage bill. Kid. <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> All right. So there's this. Synopsis. So like, that's well done. Yeah. Yeah. So what? I mean, obviously, we know the monster connection is what draws you, Dave, to it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd be curious about Moto just because um, it's it's always interesting like, what he picks up over the years that well, like I, I said, didn't I'm, know. No, I'm Dave's brother, and I, you know, it, it's funny. Some of the stuff I was not allowed to like. I was not allowed to like you two. 
I was barely allowed to like Pearl Jam. You were not allowed to like Nine Inch Nails. Do you remember when I was super upset that you got this one Nine Inch Nails t-shirt for Christmas? I was genuinely super mad as a teenager. It was was so immature of me, but like I was, he's too young. Vanilla Ice. (laughs) There was all these things where I was Uh, like, that's my shit. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. So, and then uh, Dave Matthews, I think was part of that list. And a lot of them, I just, you know, I liked and, uh, Eventually, became old enough for it to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, it was like awesome. Oh, you liked it too. Awesome. Let's. That's right. Let's, yes. Now let's grow out of things. We like this stuff. Yeah. Literally, yeah. But as a kid, like I was, I was totally like a, the Sean in the movie. I was just like a, and to this day, I'm not as mm-hmm. much on this podcast, but by and large, I'm overly like earnest and serious about dumb shit. <laughs> And if monsters came, I'd be like, I fucking know what's going on here. No one's going to do anything about it but us. (laughs) Yep. With the monster squad. Like, if it ends with that, like. Oh, yeah. And they're all standing posed just like they are on the box (laughs) art. And. God, it's so. And the rap song comes in. It's so 80s. It's so 80s and perfect. It's so. Perfectly. I don't want to forget to to mention this, but there is oh I clicked off it. I'll find it. Uh, there's a there's a, a soundtrack website. No, I didn't click off it. It's download-soundtracks.com. Yeah. I was trying to find the Monster Squad soundtrack and I, I couldn't. And then I stumbled across this website that seems to post soundtracks that are not commercially available like because I, w- I was trying to find it like itunes amazon whatever yeah i find i found a vinyl pressing which was pretty interesting Whoa. but eventually i found this site d- download-soundtracks.com and i found so much magical things on this uh. not the least of which is two versions of the monster squad soundtrack uh one that uh has more music than another like it's a long you know kind of an extended thing so like, it, it, people stuff too with it uh, yeah, like the one had just the score that I think came out in 2007, actually, with uh, the DVD for the 20th anniversary. But there was a 2015 one that had a little bit more music, and it had the rap and the rock until you drop, oh, dance yeah. until your heart stops, yeah. the, the montage one. The montage was, one, yeah. So if you're into Monster Squad, if that's why you're listening to this and you don't have those, you should go to download-soundtracks.com and, and get those those soundtracks because it's super fun anyway sorry i i, I just want wanted to cool. plug the montage the other thing that lost me even as a kid at the montage was like that guy's making bullets at school like even that's in so age- fucking awesome <laughs> it is so fucking awesome that's why that kid's a badass but i'm just saying like oh man they that montage is it is again this is a great quintessential because it's like 87 i think that's like I think that would be like in the golden range for '80s movies, right? Yeah, like, all these sort of mid mid '80s, like I would say from like My '84 Monster, to like Trouble China, are like classic yeah. '80s stuff, right? Like, yes, uh, you're always going to get a montage. You're going to get a, the name worked <laughs> into a title. You're, it's always going to be like, <laughs> like some crazy rich people trying to like get the poor people and like. <laughs> yeah. uh, all that kind of all of those are going to fit in there and this one does it oh man does it nail it. i love i love the like the family stuff though as much as i talk about how like the parents are just like clueless i love the interactions that each parent has with each of the kids individually right oh uh, yeah 
Yeah. So like, uh, there's that amazing scene with the mom and the daughter when she's like, "Are you gonna? Are you mad at? Oh, you know?" Yeah. And like, the parents are fighting like hardcore. Hardcore. Uh, and it's it's a li- it's it's more intense than you usually see in these kind of movies. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, to see as an adult like the stuff that they're yelling about is I don't know. It's it's a little more than surface. Like it's pretty pretty. Uh, but the mom it's thinks PG thirteen. PG thirteen. The mom thinks <laughs> that she's talking about the dad, so she's like, "I don't know what we're gonna yeah, do." Yeah, are you gonna yell at him? Yeah. She's like, "Are you gonna yell at him?" And and then she's the mom's like, "Oh, honey, I love your father." And she's yeah. like, "No, yeah. Sean, for scaring me." And then and then <laughs> the scene with the dad when he's like out watching the the drive in like with the binoculars yeah. on the, on the roof, and the dad like shows up with the bag of burgers and like mm-hmm. wants to watch. Like they do yeah. have these like awesome. I can say that I love to the cinematography of this movie. It, it's really shot. Well, like it is. Yeah. Like Much better su- than it maybe deserves to be. <laughs> That's not the right way to say it, <laughs> but not, like it's, that is it's not, punching it, above its weight in terms of like a low budget, whatever. Like it looks absolutely. great. I, I, and I would even put that, like, I love the shot. Like when the, um, when they were, when they're like, wow, you're, you're not scary at all, but you sure do know something about monsters. And, oh and my like, god! And then, yeah, and he's like holding the door, and he's like, "Perhaps I do," and like, or he says some line like that. That is what he says. Yeah, and and yeah. And, and the camera cuts to just the shot of his arm as it's like closing the door, and you can see the the like the the Jew the tattoo, concentration the concentration camp number yeah. on his arm. Yeah, and that's it, all they say about it, and that's if, all they say. But you're just like chill, like as an adult when you see that, you're just like. Because I remember as a kid asking my mom, like, what are the like, what yeah. are those numbers? Like, what is that tattoo? And she had to explain that to me. Like, um, oh, yeah, generation man. of kids. Like, how do you find out about the Holocaust? Like, yeah. Monster Squad. Monster Squad, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, such that's good. a pretty sophisticated thing to do. Yeah, I think. Absolutely. And um, I think that a lot, uh, there were a lot of nuances like that and the cinematography and the way that they because it's really like for my pet monster it's really easy to hate the parents like the dad's just like wrapped up in his work in his hot rod right could care less about what's going on with his kids the mom just wants to like you can see these parents are struggling to love each other but they still love their kids in this movie you know like yeah and i love what you said disinterested Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or enough to where like they're they're absent enough that all this other stuff can be going on. Right. Right. It's yeah. a really fine balance that it's hard to pull off in these kind of movies, but I think this movie nails it. Uh, I got I got a lot to say about why this is I think also a quintessential long walk short drink movie, sure, but I feel ahead. like Modo has been sort of maybe chomping at the bit, so I want to give him a I'm chance so to talk before ahead. I go I'm off. Oh no! I, I that's what it's all about. I don't know. Oh, and some of my thoughts were like the uh, the police officers reminded me of maybe a mix of like Lethal Weapon, of course, because the mom, and then Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah. yeah, I love that that the the that partner duo. Like the I don't know his name, but the guy that plays the dad's partner in the movie. Uh, I can't remember. His, he's passed away, I think, actually. But he is fucking hilarious like one of my favorite things is in the in the museum where he's like asking that guy's asking him i can't even think his character name he's like asking him questions he's asking the museum curator questions FYI, just a couple simple ones one black guy in the movie the that's true yeah the what's his guy. name did you find uh, i'm looking here 
uh, keep talking I, and I'll find it. He, uh, but he's he's asking the curator a couple simple questions and he's like, ah, I don't know. This case is too hard. <laughs> like, let's just move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's be fireman really instead. I think he's sarcastic with the. Yeah. Um, Oh, he's so funny. Stan Shaw is his name. Stan Shaw. Oh, man, that dude. Like, everyone in this movie is pretty awesome. But Stan Shaw is really kind of an outstanding character. It's a really well-made movie. And it's also a really well acted movie, even by the kids. Like, even even when the, like, little sister who's, like, four or whatever, like, she really acts well, like, for a little kid, you know? Like, she does. She's a delight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I really... I really like the Dracula choice. And he was, I guess, because he was the leader or supposed to be the leader, mm-hmm. but they did a nice job. I like who they picked. The Wolfman was a little off for me. The mummy was awesome. The creature, the face was a little weird, but cool. And then what a unique take on Frankenstein. You oh, know, that, you oh, think- oh, yeah, that Frankenstein is amazing. Um, I think, I think, I, well, it, it really grasps. It, it hammers home that nuance of being misunderstood, like a monster being misunderstood, which Frankenstein's monster is always, I think that's one of the biggest parts of it is like, it's just a misunderstood thing, you know? Uh, man, well, is it's, it a, it's a movie about misfits. Like yeah. all of the people in it are, are misfits, especially the kids and the monsters. And um, so one thing I, I did not know, I mean, I, I had, I had, you know, I bought this, dvd when it came out in 2007 but i i probably watched it once and forgot a lot of things but they tried to initially get this made at universal where they could have done the the iconic makeups because they're that those makeups all all created by this man called jack pierce um who was just like the contract makeup man back then but he invented all these amazing like so you can't have a square-headed frankenstein's monster like that's copyright universal So when so they couldn't get it made at Universal, they had to tweak things slightly, and uh, so that's why everybody's a little bit kind of off. And why, like, like it's not Creature from the Black Lagoon. I forget what they call Gill it. Gillman, they call him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Gillman. Uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a little different. But I, I feel like that creature's like that creature creeps me the fuck out. And actually, oh, that no, the guy that is in the suit is one of the makeup artists. He oh, was really? like, hey, man, I want to be in the movie, and they're like, all right, <laughs> that's awesome. So and and the Wolfman is from lost he has a spot in, yeah he, he, like, ben linus's dad it's ben linus's dad he's also from um real the, genius the 80 movies real genius he's yeah. the guy in the closet it's laszlo laszlo yeah. who is one of my favorite characters from 80s movie that guy is just like oh he is a great actor in um i i could see from the wolfman part him not being that great and i don't have the connection to the universal monsters that you guys oh do. no he was great like that's an important but, part of the wolfman is you have to be like no i don't want this yeah well <laughs> and he nails it and just like he, they're gonna kill your son and just like oh my god yeah. that the <laughs> that's phone booth scene is like so fuck and like in the in the in the police department scene as a, like you're, oh yeah you're watching this he as a scary. PG-13. he's fucking scary and he's like yes and when he shoots that gun in the air and he's like lock me up yeah and just oh. Like, oh fuck does that hit you yeah God. this is a great fucking movie i i like really, <laughs> the more i think about it it really it is. is a great movie it's well performed it's well shot it's well written 
It is a great movie. I don't know why it doesn't get more play than it does. Like it's, it's starting to get a lot over the years, and that's why the DVD thing eventually happened. And yeah. that was now over ten years ago. So I don't know, uh, but but yeah, it, I mean, it's got a lot of talented people. It's, uh, it's like everyone in this movie is Snyder. Like they all came to play. Yes. <laughs> like they're bringing yes. their A game. Yep. I for years thought. I mean, until just recently, I I assumed or thought that Dracula was Viggo Mortensen. Um, okay. Because if you see him in something like The Prophecy, like with his hair slicked back and stuff, like that's he has a very similar sort of bone structure and stuff to the Duncan whatever. Oh, God, that's right. terrible. <laughs> to Red the man hair? that plays Dracula. Rigger. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name, but like, yeah, that that Dracula is. Uh, yeah, he he's he's he is kind of large and in charge, and that, yeah, uh, and he's like a he's like a sociopath too. <laughs> he's he's a uh, he's not just like the Dracula from the Universal monster movie. He's like running around, driving in cars, throwing dynamite in places. Oh man, and, like that's his weapon of choice: is sticks of dynamite. <laughs> like how badass is that? Like what? Did they blow up the house or what? I forget. I remember him attacking. He blew up the treehouse. He blew up the treehouse. And he thought the kids were in there. (laughs) This is a little like Lethal Weapon 1. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good point. And then he blows up his partner. He blows up the dad's partner because he's he's going Oh, that's right. In the car. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's like that big scene because like the dad's trying to get the, and then the, the guy can't get out of the car fast enough and he ends up blowing up and. There, there's a few things that, are, well, I mean, rated R. Yeah, this is like I, the more I'm thinking about it, because here's the one that always freaked me out was when Dracula, like the dad who is a badass, driving in a car, hanging out the window, shoots a bat at night <laughs> out of the air. Like, how badass is that? But when they go into the store and like Dracula's there and he's like half broken glass, he's half a bat, oh, yeah. half a I human, know, and all about. bloody, like that's fucking gruesome. <laughs> and body horror, like it's a really good example oh, of body horror. It's and super just, gross. Like it's so gross, and he's like all shaky and just like yeah. It, it looks like the thing in American Werewolf in London where like that extended where where you know part of the actor's body is probably under the floor. Yeah, I mean, you don't think about that when you're watching it, but it's so just dis- disturbing, like that the lower half. And if you've oh. ever seen, uh, if any of our listeners have ever seen the fourth Alien movie, Resurrection when she finds the room that are full of Ripley clones and the one that's in the bed begging to be killed, that's what it looks like. If you've never seen this, like it's just uh, so gross. So we're moving towards this alien. We <laughs> show, I think. Alien show, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, I think that is uh, out of all the other shit that happens in that movie. I think that one shot and it's only like, it's, like three seconds long it's not very long at all it's gross yeah it is so (laughs) horrific um it always grossed me out too the transformation in the car uh, for the wolfman where his like knuckles are bubbling i used to have to cover my eyes for that one yeah that shit even though i love like i hate body horror but i since i was a child i love transformations like that was i used to like before i made video movies i would draw stuff and i love to draw the transformations of things like the i would copy like the um, I did watch the Teen Wolf cartoon. I would copy the, uh, 
you know, the frames. You know, I'd pause my VHS <laughs> with sure. the fuzzy thing, and I would just copy the and the Mumra transformation from. Oh yeah, that's uh, a great. That's probably one from of the Thundercats. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love that stuff, but it grossed me out. This one. <laughs> oh yeah. Like the uh, the werewolf kind of looked like the television show werewolf. Oh, yeah, like a little a, bit. I that could that. be, yeah. Ex- extended mouth and everything, but as far as universal monsters go, like you said, it's you know, it's the one uh Laney Chaney, what was his name? Yeah, Lon Chaney Lon Jr. Lon. It doesn't look like Lon. that one, yeah. They took it further, yeah, made it more wolf like than and, well in the Nards. The Nards were bigger <laughs> than other <laughs> Wolfman's got Nards. Wolfman's got Nards. There's only one way to kill Wolfman. And that's oh, what I love that. I love about, those yeah. fucking rules too. Like that just speaks to me. Like and they where they're adhere to them, and they yeah, all work, and they all work, and they're like trying to quiz Rudy. Rudy's the tough kid. That uh, I mean, there's so many things I love uh, that. about this. Can I introduce that? that, that yeah. Scene this, are you talking Rudy? about the scene where yeah. they wait, introduce Rudy? Yeah, as, please do. I was a fat kid. I'm still a fat kid, but I was the fat kid, and the fat kid, in my opinion, is the like is the black kid right he was the like the one and but the, in this movie the fat kid was like awesome right like and so he's the ben hanscom right yeah uh, yes uh, yes like, he is I wonder the if, they don't they don't mention that as a, an influence but it'd be hard to imagine it wouldn't be having come out in what 85 sure, yeah out. absolutely yeah. and so in the first time that you meet Fat Kid and that you meet the cool kid, what's his name again? Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Fat Kid's getting bullied by the older brother from Wonder Years and some other kid. I know actor. that's <laughs> how I always thought of it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Ash said. She's like, oh, it's the older brother from Wonder Years when she walked yeah. in the mall. I was watching Monster Squad. And uh, I was like, yeah. And Wait, so- I need to give you the shortest aside before you really get into this. So that guy eventually went on to like, create these sort of industries and um entertainment like he became a kind of a behind the scenes guy but he was also good friends with scott Bayo. <laughs> and i don't know if you remember but in the i don't know somewhere in the 2000s there's a vh1 show about scott Bayo, like a reality tv show oh yeah, yeah yeah and it was a guilty pleasure of the bride and mine and there's one scene i will never forget where that dude earnestly yells at another human being don't compromise my time with scott Bayo." <laughs> What? <laughs> They're on like a golf course, and he yells at somebody and says that. Whoa. So EJ oh, like is a lot less tough for to me now because <laughs> I yeah. picture him like fighting over time with Scott Mayo, calling Kevin Butthead all the time. You know. Right? Yeah, yeah, but but in this scene, he's beating the shit out of out of Horace, and uh, so <laughs> Rudy comes to rest. Yeah. Knocked his Snickers bar down the ground. Yeah, stepped on it. Stepped on oh, it. Oh, like, I was I, gonna say about my pet monster. It's like this close to being a Snickers commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, this. you really it's, become a monster when you're hungry. Yeah. Okay, let's well, back though. Okay, take us now. Yeah, take us there. Um, then so, up on the bike comes. So fat kid, because that's literally his name. You don't even you 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 know his name is Horace, but they call him fat kid. Horace, Horace, yeah. Let's <laughs> say in that scene. And so he's being bullied. They knock the. He has a Snickers bar, and he's he's like, I have a glandular problem. I can't help it. And they knock the Snickers bar out of his hand and then step on it. And they're bullying him, basically. I, I mean, they are bullying him. And then fucking Rudy shows up, like 
He shows up on his banana seat fucking bike <laughs> and his fucking cuffed peg blue jeans and his leather jacket and smoking. his smoking. All he needed, he had a regular comb. He should have had a switchblade comb. Oh, if he would have had a switchblade yeah. comb, it would have been awesome. But I agree. He comes pulling up on his banana seat bike and like does a like he does the stop. The stop. If you were cool, you could do this stop when you were a kid, where you do that. You hit back on your pedal to engage the wheel brake, but then you yeah. slide out the back end and you just kind of stop. Mm -hmm. So he does that. <laughs> he does wheel that. Are where it's at, and everybody's Fucking silent because, of course, everybody in the school is watching them bully fat kid, and nobody's sticking up for him. Pussies. Rudy. <laughs> Until Rudy shows up. Yeah, pussies, exactly. Well, Until we're in the 80s and I was channeling pumps. So, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I heard it. I heard it in my head. <laughs> and so Rudy shows up and he's just, he sits there. He doesn't even acknowledge what's going on. He just stops his bike and pulls his cigarette out of his, his ear and lights it. Right. And then, yep basically makes the bully eat the Snickers bar that he just stepped on. And I like, and they cut to this shot of fat kid's face where he is getting a lot of pleasure out of watching EJ yeah. getting like getting hit what he deserves. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But he's also like steer uh, tear streaked and stuff. Like it was pretty yeah. And I, on the commentary and stuff too. They were talking about like, I think uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but they're like, I think he was really shaken. There, and and he's since passed away. Everybody talked about him with such glowing praise of like being such a sweet kid. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah. But they're like he seemed kind of upset by all that. <laughs> you know the the bullying he was. Taking. Oh really? I I can yeah. I can totally see that now. And I can say like being a fat kid growing up, I didn't get bullied like that at all. Like I mean, kids called me fat or whatever, but not like that. Oh yeah, I, like I, EJ's pummeling him on the ground. Yeah, I have a strange, I have a strange interjection. Um, I watched the first two episodes on YouTube of Cobra Kai. Oh, and if you have what? YouTube Red, it's available. I watched oh. two yesterday, and if you have YouTube Red, you can watch the you can binge watch the whole season. Oh. It's How awesome. Is it, it's is really it awesome? Great. awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's, the bride and I awesome. went to the movies. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go Talk ahead, about time. 80s shit and just putting all the 80s shit together, but and they're coming up with new ways of building characters and uh, the plots. And it's fucking awesome. It, now, if anybody loved Karate Kid, watch Cobra Kai. And it's, it's not exactly, you know, Star Wars thing. Like, Hey, how dare you make something that I didn't want or uh, right. it's not exactly the old Karate Kid, but what they're doing with, those characters is really great and really clever. And I, I wanted to watch the rest. I watched two. I could have watched five or six in a row. Like, I, awesome. so, so tell me, cause the trailer really makes it. So are you familiar with the show? How I met your mother? I know of it. Okay. That's it. So there is a, the Barney Stinson, the, the, um, Doogie Hauser's character and why I yes. can't think of his name right now. He his favorite movie is Karate Kid because it in his but he sees 
the blonde-headed uh-huh. guy as the victim in the movie. I've heard and of like, this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard of this, and it's it's super and frustrating. Trailers, and the trailers make it kind of for for Cobra Kai, kind of set that up a little bit. That like, and they they make that they take that and they go even further. Really? Because oh. like Daniel, their interplay, the the, the their the, interplay on on both sides. That's the first two episodes. One is from Johnny's point of view, and the next one is from LaRusso's point of view. Oh, and that's how it starts. That's and then awesome. You, re- you start to see some of the intertwinings yeah. of the the new story. It's like, this is brilliant. This is creative. This is Cause um, like Daniel, they, clever. Like, like Daniel is, Russo is like a, the trailer. I'm only speaking from the trailers, and like you don't have to corroborate because spoilers, I guess, but like. It looks like he's like the successful car salesman and he has all these cronies mm-hmm. just like just like the blonde guy had in you know and they're all yeah. making like he shows up and they're making fun of him because like Daniel's like their leader kind of you know and <laughs> um, tables are turned and like it's the, uh, you need to watch the first two episodes yeah I gotta I watch spoil, it. I, gotta I watch could it. spoil stuff but there's so much there it's uh it looks fucking back- awesome it, if you went back 10 years, it reminds me of Weeds. And Weeds was always just kept oh, that getting... Is, Palmer, you've seen Weeds, deeper. right? Oh, yeah. The show Weeds, yeah. Oh, that is one of the great fucking shows. Like, people don't talk about that a lot, but that that show is magnificent. Oh, yeah. Especially the first handful Junior of seasons. Yeah. And then it comes back around, but... Yeah. yeah good call, Moto. And then before it got weird, but this is Karate Kid on... It's just steroids. It's so great. I wanted to watch the rest of it. I don't have YouTube read. Palmer, I thought you did. So I, I do. You know, man. And I like. I'm glad that you brought that up because I just signed up for YouTube Red Family, so Ash could get it as well. Oh, nice. But you're allowed up to five users to be included in your family. <laughs> so I'm about to send you a present. Yeah. Sort. So um, <laughs> I might be able to set up like the long walk, short drink account in the family. So, oh. And then all of us have access to that account, you they know, small cast. So, cool. <laughs> so um, as, as just as a way to, but the only thing is, if I do that, we just have to be really careful because it'll be tied to my Google Wallet, which will charge our bank. So just don't buy anything. Ooh, we do have to be- but oh, like shit, any, no. anything on YouTube Red, though, I'm sure I can set it up too. I could just set up the long, long, short drink account as like a kid. So they can't make any purchases, but you could watch it. You could yeah. get access to all the stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. All, so, all I care about is Karate Kid right now. Oh no, <laughs> let, let, let me. Kai, should I say? <laughs> give me a few days. Give me a few days to get through. Get to the weekend, and then. Uh, well, I guess. Oh like, man, a couple if this days ever happens, if it ever happens, that's freaking awesome. But yeah, anybody listening, and especially you guys, it's available. The first two episodes are about twenty five minutes apiece. And they'd fly by because it's awesome. And I honestly have not explored the original YouTube series. This is this is the first one that I've saw that I'm like, I need to yeah. see that. You know, I didn't like, get it. I thought it was another preview. Yeah. And then I realized I was watching the series and I was like, oh my gosh. And it's good, I'm right? Watching what? it. Oh. oh, it's so exciting. Oh, it's it's that's really awesome. so exciting. It's such a new thing. And talk about best 80s movies and yeah, all the '80s things in there. It's we need to do a Karate Kid episode because that's another one. That, like I that that really I I don't I didn't do the whole Bruce Lee thing like you guys did. I didn't do a lot of the the the, the monster movies. I didn't, but 
I did watch the Karate Kid series all the way through oh, to the next Karate yeah. Kid. And then once the next Karate Kid happened, I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, not my Karate Kid. That's nope. awesome. I didn't know that uh, about yeah. you. And actually, that I'm pretty sure that's where it all started for us. Like the very first frames of that video camera that we were talking about before are me totally enthralled with the karate kid yeah like doing a lesson in my best mr miyagi voice with there was a thing you could buy back then with uh maybe the karate kid like action figures that came out or something but like you could trace there was some way you could trace uh from some sort of cardboard the insignia on his headband oh nice and so i had done that to a headband and was wearing the same sort of karate pajamas that i wore to be dr That's jekyll I, I, and i'm I, like oh i'm talking and through a lesson <laughs> it's so absurd i can i can remember my brother making fun of me for trying to do a crane kick um i also over the top like the movie over the top did you guys watch that yes that, are you Take, fucking I kidding me yeah i literally have tango and cash up on the soundtrack window <laughs> That download soundtrack. I'm sharing my screen uh, while you talk about over the top, which I is one of my favorite what, stupid movies. I'm wrestling movies. my brother, and I tried to do the over the top move where he like wraps yeah. over the thumb, you know, and he's like, "Oh, he's trying to do over the top," and it didn't work. Oh, uh, that works sometimes. It does work. <laughs> is my, it, is my screen I was sharing? Like, I was six, and my brother was sixteen. You know, <laughs> like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Can you see the Tango and Cash? Or did I not do it right? Yes, uh, yes, I, I just do. can't talk. As soon as we talk, we come up on the screen. So you. Oh, but it's showing up, right? The Tango and Cash soundtrack by Harold Faltemeyer. Yes, badass. Who yeah. actually? I learned so one of the prizes that I got from this website was the Cuff soundtrack. <laughs> nice, but like, but that's so that's the same guy who did like uh, Beverly Hills Cop and stuff, and you could hear it. I mean, Bever- Beverly Hills Cop and Cuffs, like it's got that. Dun, 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 a year, dun, dun, buy a lot of beer. Things yeah, are going well, yeah, great. There's that. Yeah. And they're only getting better. But this guy, Harold, what's his name? Like, yeah, all his movies, you'd recognize them. But I actually, uh, Over the Top, I love Over the Top, but I, there was a time at, I think it was Dano's. Dano's or The Grant, where I had great luck with the uh, thing where you do Over the Top with the, with the thumb. Oh, yeah. Um, with possibly against pumps but what i was doing i don't think it was so much my moves or my strength i was singing the songs from over the top and nice. stomping my foot yeah <laughs> i just remember him like driving the semi with one hand and like working yeah. out his arm with the like the weights with the other hand and it's just like yeah. oh that's so awesome. that's a montage scene that's like oh it sure like, is yeah yeah like Fucking kenny loggins and it's like yeah <laughs> so the next obviously long walkers the next 30 episodes are just going to be <laughs> reliving 80 movies we loved so, so many around. good ones so definitely um i i i mean, definitely check out monster squad check out my pet monster it uh we probably won't tweet it because i'm sure there's some copyright thing and we don't want to get it i don't want to get it blacked out of youtube but maybe if you search my pet monster movie on YouTube, you might be able to find it. Uh, there was a bunch that came up when I yeah, yeah. And then uh, Rent Monster Squad, if you haven't seen it, I, I if you're a child of the '80s, you'll love both of these movies. I think uh, for sure. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. I looked to you- see. I I had bought. 
Do you remember like the the book orders from elementary school, the scholastic book orders? Yeah, yes. I remember those. And you would get the you'd get the little like every like quarter or every few weeks or whatever, you'd get the little newspaper advertisement that teachers would pass out, and it was the scholastic book orders. And you oh, take yeah. them home. And you could say to your parents, I want to put this, these books and your parents could order them and send in a check. And then at some point in the school year, those would come in. And at least all the elementary teachers I always had, when the book orders would finally come in, it was like a big deal at the end of oh, the yeah. day. They'd like open the box and they'd be like, and this person, here's your book order. You know, oh, yeah. oh, you like, felt was... special for ordering a book. And yeah, yeah you and, waited. And, like yeah. all the poor kids like never got to order books. And like, oh, yeah. and I was one of those <laughs> kids. But there was one time I did get to order. There was a My Pet Monster VHS. And what? I thought it was the My Pet Monster movie. And it was, I remember it being $20. It was like the most expensive thing on the Scholastic book order, and my mom, my mom sent the check in for it. And when it came in, everybody else got books. This is the first time too. I in the first and only time I got to order something from the book order. And I remember like Mrs. Nolt being like, and somebody ordered a movie and then held up like the my pet monster thing and it's <laughs> and it's palmers and uh she held it up and like the whole class was like because <gasps> it was yeah. a vhs tape and i got to walk up and get the tape and like i remember holding it over my head and like the whole class was like yeah i'm serious i'm not making this up like this is all and like I got home thinking I'm going to be like, this is the My Pet Monster movie. And I put it in. Do you remember reading Rainbow when they would read the book finally? Reading and Rainbow. And it wasn't animated. They would just like, it would, they would Ken Burns it where they would like pan across the pages of the book. But, oh. And like he would read it over. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know the style I'm talking about? Yeah. That's fucking what the My Pet Monster movie was. It was a. Oh. It was a 10-minute reading of the My Pet Monster book that was also available in Scholastic. Oh, it had that same style of like fires. it was like the cheapest animation ever where they just like panned across the pictures of the page and you're just like I remember watching I only watched it once as a kid. It was also one of those VHSs <laughs> Where the where the reels were this big, you know what I'm talking about? Like the big giant oh, reels. Oh yeah, because like, it, it was so short. Because it was yeah, so they, short, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh man. oh man, I was so pissed as a kid. I can't imagine That's how so... my mom felt. <laughs> like the first part sounded so great. <laughs> yeah, cheated. Yeah, totally cheated. Lie. So liars. Oh. So I have a, I have a, I have some tidbits from the thing, but I know it's getting late too. Um, do you guys do people have to wake up early? No, I go ahead. I mean, pee. what the hell? You have to pee. Let's take a. Yeah, let's take a quick pee break, and then I'll I'll hit just like with tidbits. I mean, other than the tidbits, I don't have a yeah, lot sure. of personal I'm just stuff. Hang, but uh, hanging out with my buddy, my buddy, <laughs> my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Except that my was buddy, my pet monster was way fucking cooler than my buddy. Don't like, I can't picture my buddy. My buddy seems like it would be creepy because it was a human type thing, well, right? And, yeah, kid sister, kid sister, kid and sister, oh, sister kid was like sister. the like girl counterpart, kid and that all was around the same me. time as like Child's Play came out. Like the like, ooh yeah, was there tapes that went in the backs of those? 
No, you're making that Teddy Rocksman. Like Care Bears. Teddy Rocksman. Oh, Teddy Rocksman. Oh. Don't say that to Ted. <laughs> Which they brought. Teddy Teddy Rocksman is back. I was at Target the other day. There's really? there's Teddy Rocksmans you can buy at Target right now. That's and great. I bet all the information that's recorded is sent to the government about our children and what oh, they're saying. Oh, sure. yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. We're sharing it with North Korea. Let me tell you, my <laughs> pet monster and I know. Oh man, <laughs> I can see it in his eyes. He's <laughs> some shit. <laughs> this guy, he knows. All right, let's go. Right. Well, let's and then we'll come back. Let's- yeah, let's take a quick break and then I'll hit you with some. I'll hit you with when we come back. I'm going to say why this is not only a quintessential '80s movie, but maybe the most long walk, short drink movie that we've discussed so far. All right, all right, okay, we'll do that. I'll start. The, that's one of the tidbits we can. I can just fire off. So, that moment in the movie where the five-year-old actress that plays Phoebe, <laughs> the the little the kid sister of the Monster Squad, gets face to face with Dracula. He in that moment like unveils fangs and red eyes, and I guess so. They say they didn't do this to terrorize her, which I, I guess I believe them. But the way that it worked out, she did not see that part of it until the moment that it happens uh, and i guess they were rolling cameras and so the what you see on screen of her just like screaming as as dracula grabs her he picks her up by the face which i'm you know i'm sure that was a little bit of special effects and he goes give me the amulet you bitch yeah. <laughs> she screams she was terrified she's part of the she's one of the few actors who participates in the 2007 dvd release and really that's yeah, awesome. and she's super cute. I mean, she's not like it's hard to sexualize Phoebe, but right. uh, uh, but yeah, she's cute. <laughs> well, well it, so it's her and oh, go sorry, go ahead. Uh, I don't even know what I was gonna say. It, it totally like I was like eh, and then it lost. <laughs> so, um, Phoebe, Sean, and Rudy are all part of the DVD sort of cast commentary and interviews and stuff. Have any of them been in anything? Here, let's see. So, Sean, let's see what he's known for. I, I bet yeah, I known know for else. is Monster Squad. Yeah. Um, Ru- Rudy was like a teen idol, and I don't. It's not a Disney show. Maybe it was at the time. Something he was involved, like singing and dancing or something. Yeah, Monster Squad is what Sean has been known for. Rudy. Let's see, Phoebe Ashley Bank. Oh, she is cute. She, yeah, and she's even cuter now than she was like in 2007. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Again, or at least on the IMDb, I, I saw the IMDb. <laughs> best known for uh, Monster Squad. Uh, uh, yeah, they developed a real cult following with the Monster Squad. Like in 2007, you know, those Alamo Draft House showings of stuff and 
Um, Rudy still yeah. looks like a fucking badass man that's what they say like in the behind the scenes and stuff they're like there are a lot of people that went out for that role that you would know by name like as an actor but that that guy on what's his name um, ryan lambert ryan lambert which is funny because there was that singer from american idol that was <laughs> <laughs> ryan lambert. but uh yeah he came in he's like the, he came in at whatever age he was i don't remember he lit up a cigarette and did the scene like he's, he he didn't give a fuck and left and they're like that's rudy that's Rudy. but like they they were just talking about him like he was effort he was that kind of cool that he like he wasn't really trying that's just like what he was like yeah and and they said they said in the thing is like he's still cool <laughs> so that's kind of i, I sent his imdb page so you can see what his picture looks like it's the last link i sent oh yeah um i haven't seen this he Oh Jesus, yeah, that's I mean, different, still, but still cool. He still looks like a badass. Right? <laughs> he looks like Styles a little bit in some yeah. of these pictures. <laughs> right, and he's uh, so cool, great. and he doesn't give so many fucks that he's this badass at school that wants to go be in this monster club. Like, I'm in the oh, goddamn yeah, exactly. club, aren't I? Oh like, yeah, like, that's one of the best lines yeah. ever. <laughs> like, and well, why? I guess he's the leader of the misfits in a weird way. He's not the leader, but he's. Uh, He's the Why hope. Does he... He's the hope for them. That's what he is. He like nice. he's the badass that they all want to be, but he actually is the badass, which then escalates them into badassadom because Territory. they're like because they're like <laughs> yeah. okay, I can be awesome, or, or I can like I know he's always going to have my back, but what ends up happening is is they all end up coming up to his level. They think they're just always going to be under him, like. The name's Horace. Yeah. The yeah. name is Horace. Like, I used to do that line all the time. Like, oh, <laughs> give us a scenario in which you did that line. So just for listeners who might not know the movie, there's a moment at toward the end where the monster squad fights the monsters and EJ and his friend that were bullying F- fat kid also known or, or Horace, also known as Fat Kid, uh, uh, they're hiding in this comic store from the creature from the Black Lagoon who's coming after them. And then, I don't know how Horace gets a shotgun, but he does, and he shoots Creature, and or Gilman. Gilman. And then EJ and his buddy come out, and they're like... Uh, nice shot, he's like, kid. Yeah, and he goes, and there's this great heroic shot where he's like, my name. Again, the, <laughs> you say it, Palmer. Like, like Again, the cinematography is so awesome, because... They they're like whoa, nice shot, fat kid, and you're you're you. The camera is looking at them, and it cuts. As soon as they say "fat kid," it cuts to a back shot of him, and he turns and looks at the camera, and he's like, "The name is Horace," and he picks up the shotgun, and he's like, and he racks the shotgun, and you're just like, and you're, and again, it's like. It's like Rudy provided that hope to escalate all of them up to this, that they all are badasses. Like, like he yep. is the hope of the group. I get what you're saying where he's like, he's like the leader, but he's not the leader. Yeah. Sean is definitely the leader, but Rudy is even to Sean. He's what gives Sean that like hope of like, we can do this now because we have this one guy that we know is a badass. So we'll just, We'll try to be as much badasses as we can because at the end of the day, we know he'll save our ass. But then he doesn't have to because they're all badasses. Because they're all stepping it up. Yeah. They uh, all step. Well, 
and they're all misfits like that's the funny thing too about about rudy is like and the the actor makes a good point in the commentaries and stuff is because it's like why is rudy who's so much older yes yeah he's like say he's in probably middle school i guess rudy would probably be in middle school and they're all 12 or something well maybe they're in middle school and he's in high school i don't know but well he something could be like eighth that. grade like they could be sixth grade i mean there's that's a, that's a big yeah. hierarchy difference trust me but he's definitely like to be as cool as he is and really want to hang out with these kids yeah. is a little like he's got to be out of place as well because he's the only thing. one that's a 1950s greaser like, <laughs> yeah. like he watched yeah. the universal movies with the real yeah. wolf man yep that's yeah. a funny too too where like uh phoebe phoebe's like she's like i heard he killed his dad yeah. it's like, like everybody knows where did phoebe movie. hear that <laughs> but but yeah so so it's interesting like once he once he um as uh, as Horace comes in, he's like runs in. He's like, Rudy saved my life. <laughs> They're like, what? He's like, Rudy saved my life. He needs to. Be, can he be in the Monster Squad? And then suddenly, like this older kid is in the treehouse, yeah. like looking across the way at this girl, like through the blinds and this binoculars. Um, and then then they're quizzing him to to like let it, whether or not they're gonna let this cool kid into the monster squad and they're like you know what's the way to kill a vampire and, he, and like they get he's given the ways and there's a running gag about like kill a werewolf that 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 this is where they lost me even as a kid because like why are the kids in the monster squad or like how do you kill a werewolf and and rudy's like silver bullet and they're like okay what else And he's like that's it silver bullet and they're like sorry rudy and they're like going through this list of like as if they don't know, like, sh- I don't, I don't remember some of the dumb examples they gave, but like that, that I was just like, a knife you with a silver knife or a stick with a silver handle. Those are the other ways, well, right? Well, that's amazing that you said that. Cause that is literally verbatim. The words from the Wolfman 1944. A silver bullet, wow. a silver, but that's bullet, not what they a say. silver knife or a stick with a silver handle. Right? Oh they, my God! They it's like you, it's like three Mariva. ways that you kill werewolf. I know. Fuck! I could be a monster squad. I know shit. <laughs> How do you know that verbiage? That is literally what the old gypsy woman says in the werewolf movie. Because again, yeah, I, I've seen the, the quintessential scenes of all those movies. That's a quintessential scene. I've seen that. I don't. Well, I couldn't even. That's tell. why it bothered me. These kids are like throwing out like I, know, I don't know. I mean, um, like, they're throwing out dumb shit. I know exactly what movie. That's it's one of the. Um, I can't. Re- I it's one of those offbeat comedy horrors that deals with a a wolf man type character, and they're watching the launch the 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 uh, old wolf yeah. man movie, yeah. and that's the scene that they watch, and it's like that's it, that is exactly what she says. But they're like throwing out dumb shit, and anyway, he's like, no, it's like that's it. And so towards the end, where like the. I think the dad or Sean throws dynamite in the wolf man's yeah, pants I was say, and he, I he, he blows exploded. up in an alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but then he like comes back together and mm-hmm. that and eventually Rudy has to shoot him with the bullets he melted down. Special effects wise, that scene is a even as a kid, I remember his leg sliding across the street and oh, like yeah. and it makes that sound that a leg would make sliding across the asphalt on its own volition and it slides across and connects with the torso and you're just like 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 as a kid i remember being so disgusted by the idea of that but 
Oh, is it good? It's like the T one thousand fifteen years ahead of time. With meat, oh, yeah. with meat instead of mud metal, yeah. you know, what I mean? like, yeah. and oh, nards, nice meat and nards, and nards. Yeah. meat and balls. Oh. Well, all right, I'm gonna get, I, I'm gonna get into like the tidbits. Ta- oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I feel like we haven't talked Double about D the old. Said, uh, like, you, you gave the teaser, but then we we just went on a long walk away from it. So yeah, it's a long yeah. walk for what were you gonna say? Yeah, Moto, Moto, about sorry. the scary German guy. I feel like we haven't talked much about the ger- the old German guy and his role and things, but yeah, no, that's a I, pivotal one. I, and but I'm um, I'm just throwing it out there, and whatever you uh, wanted to get to there. No, no. Well, I have a lot of I like just like things. <laughs> Scary German guy is probably in there. Um, but well, that was a, but that you was got an a interesting role. Him. I mean, I, I don't know. As a kid, walking home from school, we're talking about kid adventure movies. Yeah, high schoolers, I wanted to walk on the other side of the street. Um, oh, if yeah. I, if yeah. I felt like I could be dominant, oh, I had no problem feeling cool being dominant. But um, when I wasn't, I didn't like it. And uh, so the old creepy dude, like it felt like, like a house you pass walking home from school or something. And Absolutely. some guys peeking yeah. out of the window as you walk home. You're like, oh, did you see that? He did it twice. And every time we pass, Hell he does yeah. it. And uh, But then he becomes the... Uh, Savior. Yeah, I was trying to... Yeah, really. Really. Yeah. He's their Obi-Wan. They need... Yeah, yeah, he's the yeah, and the and the yeah. It's funny if we had Shamrock here, he could break it down for the yeah. hero's journey. But you need that character, that sage-like character, to kind of. Well, they need him to translate the German. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then they ran out of virgins, except the six-year-old. Uh, yeah. Eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Troy, Everybody's... but he didn't count. Steve, that's even better because his name is Steve. Well, Steve, yeah. it didn't count. Didn't, didn't count. That, that is one of the. Oh. That is the best delivery in the movie. Didn't count that. Oh my god, that kid is magic. Yeah. Like I don't know, he's not dead. I don't know why he wasn't involved. No, I, I in recognize the... him and stuff too. Let me let me find what else he's been in. Go he's ahead. Who, talk. He's who you call the cool guy, but he's like cool in this way. Like Rudy is cool because he's like Fonzie, right. but like Patrick is cool. I don't even know why. Just because he's like. Like Sean's real earnest and in charge, but Patrick's just kind of—he is. He's just cool. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> that's a good. That's uh, a good that you put your finger he, on. Well, that, he's he, he, like, he's got he's total eight. Where like Sean's got the homemade Stephen King rule shirt. Like he actually has like eighty style. He's got the like Hawaiian shirt unbuttoned over his t-shirt yeah. and like and those glasses. And, everybody kind of and had. The, yeah, and the glasses and like the neon shorts and like. He he is like this kind of ahead of his time hip eighties guy that just so happens to be buddies with show and I th- and you can tell it's like because they like even looking at them side by side they don't look like they would be friends right like yeah just, I could see I, that kind of yeah you know what I mean and uh, he he does look like a like a like a young Styles it's yeah. like Styles and Scott from yeah, team wolf except right? for yeah, yeah and uh and and i and i feel like half of him is just like humoring sean because that's just what like sean is obviously like we're only going to talk about monsters because monsters are the greatest thing on the planet and like right? and, <laughs> yeah. and he's like well you're my best friend so i guess that's what we're going to talk right. about you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like they're well, friends the from when they're younger yeah. and then sean's into monsters yeah. he's like all right yeah, i'll well, write this okay, out i guess that's what we're going to talk about i guess 
I'm gonna be cool over here, and then but when we're hanging out, we'll talk about monsters. Like I, I, I totally. Like, you could tell Sean is like the one that's perpetuating that like fascination. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Sean's yeah. Sean's got a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So I'm gonna start firing yeah, off some things, yeah, and then we'll we'll let, get let's to fire some stuff off because all of these are like stimulating conversation for sure. I'm I'm having. Remember when hours ago we were all so upset? Oh man, I was so <laughs> pissed when we started. I was like, I even told Ash, I was like, I have no interest to go record tonight. Like, I, I can't. But like, <laughs> that's tough. You were talking I mean, to her like, hard like that. Like, oh yeah, I was talking to her like that for sure. <laughs> like, I have no interest in recording tonight. I have, no like, I have literature <laughs> from colleges, and I'm going to rate them and explore my options. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no i was not i was not in a great place like, either too like right before i was like fuck yeah it's <laughs> like this is i was so ready for this and now i'm not but i'm great i debbie downer did debbie downer did and now but we're out my, of it no yeah. i was there too so we're in the 80s i mean i wasn't yeah and cocaine's not the, a uh, drug that's oh okay that's a great place to start actually because cocaine. one of the things yeah oh cocaine cocaine uh <laughs> Uh, so this movie was the first movie professionally written by Shane Black, co-written by Shane Black, <laughs> who wrote in the same. So 1987, Instant Shane Black had two movies. Movie. Instant long <laughs> yeah. walk short drink movie. You don't have to say any more. You don't have to give the rest of your evidence. Long walk yeah, short drink. I'm gonna like make people look. No, but there's so much to come back to. All right, Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Black has written so many movies that we have talked so many hours about on this show. Like, uh, hey, hey, hey Riggs. <laughs> yeah, this is his first, and so you can kind of even see it in a way with like, because he made so Fred Decker was the director writer, but he was friends with Shane Black, and Shane Black wrote this movie with him, and in later that year, 1987. Um, Lethal Weapon came out that Shane Black wrote. And right down to the house. So I thought for years that the house and Monster Squad was actually no, the same not. house for Lethal Weapon. It's not the same house. Oh. It's on the same street. Yeah. Same back lot. Yeah. Mm. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I, I, I thought you were referring to the horror movie House again. And I was going to say it's not the house. It's just house. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Which movie. I'll be yeah, I'm checking sorry. out. Yeah. I'm oh a, no worries but I'm but the, the murtaugh house I, this is my sixth beer and this is all that's left of it and i didn't eat at all today so uh, <laughs> it's on the pumps diet big yeah. time yeah it's big i saved time. all my calories for liquid long long short drink that's a good plan i, I support that right. it, but anyway so, but so. literally the murtaugh house is on that street like it's across the it's across the street from the what are they what what's their names the and i just said go but like the the mom is also associated with she's a psychiatrist yeah yeah she's the psychiatrist in lethal weapon she was married to robert zemeckis for a long time um she's the mom in goonies also (laughs) what is that oh yeah exactly what is that Uh, that's one of the that's the ocean that's actually maybe the best ever my favorite delivery ever in a movie oh shit! Yeah. what like that i didn't see that till i was an adult and i'm not sure i could come up with a better one like that is one of the best things to ever happen to the <laughs> cinema like <laughs> oh moment. shit you can look on youtube there's just a clip of just that of just what is that oh shit what like here i'm gonna search it right now on youtube 
Oh yeah, we all need everyone who's having a bad day ever needs to just hear this exchange between the mom and chunk <laughs> yeah this is i'm gonna stop everything we're, we're all gonna wait for this gonna learn today that oh shit what here we go i don't know what that was here we go Gotten that out all right is it in the hey, wait no wait i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna play it over the long walk short drink oh excellent excellent It really helps me. You keep talking while I find it, while I get this. Moda, Moda, have you seen Goonies? I, um, well, what's tough for me to say is I feel the same way about Star Wars. It's like, I know them, but I I can't say I know every scene consecutively. And, uh, but I've been going back through the Star Wars to say, yeah, I've seen them because I've seen them consecutively. It's always been like on television and piecemeal. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's worth like, it's it's just fun. Like it, I know, it's, I'm uh, ashamed. It's very fun. I'm ashamed. No, no, yeah, no, I, I, I don't really <laughs> get down for that because I've, I've also photo <laughs> like you have to understand like like this is totally fair, and and Dave's already alluded to this once. You're about five years behind us, so like yeah. Goonies would have been old by the time you would have been like. <sighs> Shamrock I would be into loves Goonies. Goonies. Oh yeah, Shamrock is—he's a Goonies dude, and uh, somehow I changed the channel somewhere. I don't know. But well, if I, I didn't uh, see it as a kid, obviously it would have been harder for you to see as a kid. And there was a yeah. long stretch <laughs> where I swear to God, Moto watched. From my perspective, I saw Moto watch no TV for like ten years. Really? <laughs> like, yeah didn't you want i mean now you watch things like south park and stuff like you have shows but there was a long time where yeah, i feel like, like maybe you watch it with your friends but you when, did not watch tv yeah well like you said there's so, always someone that had an agenda on the television side so be like somewhere else yeah oh and, between uh, mom and me good luck yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then they got the dvr oh, man. you're I got like a new this DVR. Is... i got the old one and i was like i started taping stuff actually yeah. one of my newest newest things is uh the cheaters I'd tape the cheaters and they play like 10 episodes at four in the morning and Saturday I watch cheaters for like hours. <laughs> I don't know that one. Is that where like people get caught cheating on their yeah. like partners or something? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's like, <laughs> like nice. watching Maury Povich or something. I just like, I, it's a I guilty mean, pleasure. No shit talk at all about this, but your mom watches some fucking TV. Like oh, my, yeah. your mom watches some fucking TV. She, like she discovered El Ray, and they do start. You guys have fucking El Ray. Oh yeah, son. I watch. I would get nothing done if I had El Ray cereal every morning. Man, the fucking Hulk. Yeah, the oh, Incredible God. Hulk. El Ray, the El Ray channel is fucking amazing. You have it too. No, I don't have it, myself. but I like. You need to get a Sling TV. It's on Sling TV. For our listeners, El Rey is the network, the television network of Robert fucking Rodriguez, who we talked about on this show a lot, but it's basically just shit like we he love. He, he made a fucking network of it, and he's like, if I like it, I'm put on it. So let's just like yeah. play all the Bruce Lee movies in one it, day. Yep. They'll play the Incredible Hulk at breakfast And Big time. Trouble yeah. in Little China. Big Trouble in oh, Stargate Atlanta. They have a whole, they have a, they have a, a luchador show. Like it's a, it's a, television show Holy but it's about shit. luchadors like it's awesome i don't want to forget to say too like the wolfman in this movie is also no known very popularly in some circles as uncle rico from nacho no sorry not not nacho libre 
Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Rico is. Maybe if I go back to 82, <laughs> coach would put me exactly. in. I go state <laughs> football over those mountains. <laughs> I don't like the way you're looking at me, Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me unmute some shit and let's see if I can get this. Oh, you got play. it? Yeah. Okay. Um, ready for f- magic, everyone. Let's see here. This is the, in my opinion, the best delivery of shit that would ever occur. Uh, oh, my mic is already unmuted. Let's, the, let's... the word shit, or just like no, any dialogue in movies? No, no, I it no, it's the best delivery. It's and it's trunks delivery. It's so fucking perfect. It's just like let me see if it plays. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> oh shit, what? <laughs> oh shit, what? So this mom. Oh wait, 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 wait. I got it. Like, uh, it's so good. So the mom is the same mom from Monster Squad. And she's like, what is that? So if you haven't, if somehow you lived under a rock and don't know the Goonies, uh, she sees uh, like it's 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 a mess, but they're trying to cover up something that they broke at this point, and uh, and it's it, and Chunk always screws it up. He just doesn't like he can't handle his shit. So what is that? Oh shit! What? <laughs> oh shit! What? <laughs> and if you can see him doing it, he's just oh, like you know, he's it's... like I'm totally done. Like like I'm giving up. Oh shit! What? Like he's just like. <laughs> Like and then the statue, like yeah. If they Sorry, could, you, if, you if they could get, if they could teach an acting class just off of one delivery, this would be what I would pick. Like this would, oh, like, yeah. like if you could, if you could make a whole acting curriculum based on that reaction. It to me, it's so perfect. It's just, it's perfectly played off. It's perfectly acted. His facial expressions are perfect. Oh, best line. But it's the same mom from Monster Squad. So let's get back to yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's the kind of like, I mean, Fat Kid has that great line, Wolfman's got nards. Th- that's a bit more pronounced. Yeah. But, but the, oh shit, what from Chunk? <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> Oh beat shit, any, what? I'm just going to put like, it up against anything. Yeah. There's, there's so much, like, there's so much defeat in that delivery. Yeah, like, it's oh, just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't remember what she says, but then she obviously doesn't realize what's really wrong with the statue. And she's it's like, he's mess. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. That's it. And then that's his delivery. I wish they had the whole scene. Because it's that's a mess. And clean up. Oh yeah, sure. Like he says it all along like that. Like and he's smiling. Like Oh, fucking Isn't chunk. The, like, oh no, Sean Astin's the actual name of was it Mikey? Mikey, what's a, yeah. What's a, yeah. Okay, it says Sean. And then, uh, and uh, Brant is um, fucking Brant is um, Thanos. Yeah, what's <laughs> his that, name? The right name? Yeah, that's his name. Josh Brolin. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I saw that. Have you seen that yet? I have not seen it yet. I Ash and I are hoping to go see it, it this weekend. So okay, I, I I don't know how to talk about that one, Avengers: Infinity War, without spoilers. Yeah. yeah. So 
So I'll get I'll hit more of my Monster Squad. Let's business. do the Monster Squad um, stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the Shane Black thing is huge. Like the lethal weapon connection sure. you can see in the in the cop partnership and just a lot of the biting dialogue and. Yep. That sort of yeah. Um, and then already uh, you already made the case that it's a long walk short drink movie. The, I did There's not that? know the Shane yeah. Bla- the, the Shane Black connection. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm just look, um, looking at various things. Oh, so Sh- Shane Black, or, or but uh, Fred Decker. Sorry, I've been drinking too. Uh, Fred Decker. I think it's yeah, Fred Decker. Yeah. So he hasn't directed a lot of things. We mentioned House. That's actually at least on this show, infamous. Um, but Monster Squad did not do well at no. the time. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's kind of killed his career for a while. And then as he puts it in some of the supplementary stuff, he did RoboCop 3, <laughs> which killed his career for another so many years. <laughs> I haven't seen RoboCop 3, but of course I, RoboCop is a... Are we talking about the dad who was a cop? Actually, I'm, the, the RoboCop 3 connection is is for the writer-director, like oh, co-writer Shane Black. and then director. Oh, uh, cool. not His name's Fred. So Shane Black yeah, is okay. the co-writer. Fred Decker is the other writer and the director. Oh, and wow. he did RoboCop 3. But do you, do you know the cop dad from other stuff? Um, For some reason in my mind, it just came to me, his face. This would be really interesting if it's right. Uh, in Spaceballs, when he got the special and the alien pops out of his stomach... That guy's face really looks like the cop from uh, uh, Monster Squad. Oh, wow. now, that guy. Now, hang on. That guy, the guy that, whose alien, who the alien actually pops out of his chest is the same guy from the movie Alien. Yeah. That the alien okay. pops out of his And that guy just passed away in the last couple of years. Hang on. And that's why he says, no, oh. not again. He does no, look a little bit again. like him, though. You know, okay. Uh, All right. That guy might be in the name? scene with him because it's a bunch of. Well, I did a lot of cocaine in the eighties, so it all <laughs> blends together. It's like uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. He, he was a, a pre-adolescent <laughs> <laughs> on cocaine, kicking my, my pet monster ass and snorting well, cocaine. Uh, John Hurt, who that actor John is. Hurt. There we are. Yeah, but okay, let me right. let while you guys keep talking. Let me look up. And see if that what else that dad has been in that you've seen him in. He should, yeah, like that dad, that dad too, like that where we were joking about Snyder and whatever, not uh, playing. Well, I feel like there are really people chewing the scenery in this movie a lot, like the kids a little bit, but like the dad is playing it straight, like the marital troubles, all that stuff. He's he's really like going at it, like like I yeah, he he's not like the mom. Yeah, he is authentic. He's uh, I believe every moment is talking it. The scary German guy is in it to win it. Like yep. Yeah, I, I mean, think all the, sometimes all the a little bit monsters are in it to win it. Like, like seriously, oh. like they they brought it. Like everybody brought their game. Like Frankenstein monster uh, was played by someone whose name I don't know uh, right Noonan. now. Tom Noonan, who who is I've never seen Manhunter, but I know that that is the the Michael Mann movie that's sort of. The, the, before Silence of the Lambs, but dealing with Hannibal Lecter. So, like, Tom Noonan is a serious capital A actor. He is also he is also the axe murderer. One of my favorite movies is Last... Not one of my... I, I mean, it is one of my favorites, but Last Action Hero, if you've ever seen Last Action Hero with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Yeah. He plays the axe murderer from the original... Uh. 
like oh yeah um movie oh, yeah. That, that they end up bringing back like they end up sucking yes. him out of the yes, you know what i mean yes. and then they see him on the red carpet that's who tom noonan is uh so tom but tom noonan is like he's a yeah in it to win it is an understatement for him and so none of the kids saw him out of makeup oh really uh, that's awesome yeah he would that was like how he was playing this he, he <laughs> and he that wouldn't that is a great oh yeah monster oh it's portrayal. so moving like yeah. the stuff between i mean so one of the the tropes of like well i don't know if, what, what you call it but like one of the main things about like the frankenstein char- character in movies one of the iconic scenes is this scene in which from the 1931 movie where he comes upon this little girl by a pond she's throwing like uh dandelions or something into the pond watching them float he's an innocent he doesn't understand she's so when they run out of dandelions and she's counting flower petals and then they ran out of flower petals to throw in and then like how about you yeah so he throws her in through the water not knowing that she'll drown and die and then it's very sad and that's the sort of like downfall of like then the villagers are after him and stuff sure so they play upon that relationship really well in this and this is like post young frankenstein where they do a great parody of that i mean that's this like <laughs> this kind of cinematic iconic thing that yeah has made it all the way through parody <laughs> right back around to somehow being poignant with this so they do a great job with Phoebe and the monster, like in that respect, where they have this relationship and and they use the Frankenstein monster, even though he's kind of trying, even though Dracula is trying to use him in this plot to take over the world, he somehow becomes aligned with the kids. But so Tom Noonan, the serious actor that they got to play the monster, was yeah, he never showed the his face to the kids as Tom Noonan. He was always the creature. Um, Rudy, t- the actor who who plays Rudy tells a story about the scene he had with him as Rudy, where he would try to talk to him because he was older than the other kids, try to talk to Tom Noonan and Tom Noonan would not engage him as a oh, that's adult. Awesome. He would just like talk, like baby talk to him like the monster. That is awesome. There's an edge to him on the, the 2007 DVD, like uh, to Rudy or to Tom Noonan to Tom Noonan. <laughs> yeah. But but he speaks of it mostly fondly, and then the, the as I was watching on the extras, I almost didn't watch it. But there's a something called if you can get your hands on this, and maybe it's on YouTube. The it's called a conversation with Frankenstein, and it's from 1987 on the set. Obviously, like um, VHS or whatever, maybe SVHS or Beta. But uh, it's Tom Noonan in the Frankenstein makeup talking as, oh man, this is a little convoluted. So he's playing, he's being interviewed as the Frankenstein monster and he's talking like he's been through the Abbott Costello movies, all this stuff. He's talking about all those things as though that was him (laughs) as a guy. I don't know. It's hilarious. Wow. (laughs) It's so like meta and weird. (laughs) But and he's got the uh like this you know there's something in his mouth for the teeth so his speech is sort of impeded by that but he's also then just talking as best he can extemporaneously and like ah there's this period in the 50s where <laughs> it's amazing wow that's <laughs> so tom newton yeah he was that, all in <laughs> that is kind of meta what is that oh shit <laughs> 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 oh shit um all right so i'm gonna keep rolling with the just the why this is long walk short drink yes 
fodder. So you got the Shane Black. I mean, you got the Universal Monster. There's so many things. But the Shane Black was a, maybe a revelation. It's a Peter Hyams production. Okay. Palmer, who directed Time Cop? Peter fucking Hyams. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Dave, did, did you finish? Uh, Holy shit. This is the you- long short drink movie. <laughs> Did you finish the, the newest JCVD on? I, I I realized recently, like when I was last weekend, where I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't know what to watch. I'll watch Wolfman. I forgot that I have JCVD to finish. So I have maybe one or two left. Okay. So I got to do that. Is that Even the show? The Amazon show? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah. that's the Amazon. Yeah, the Amazon show. That, that That's not the title. I, would, I couldn't find the title. But the one guy, uh, Philippe, Philippe looks just like him. But he and Philippe believes that Time Cop is the best movie ever made. I'm telling you, like, I know you guys that fucking look down your nose at Time Cop. I like Time Cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know. But I'm a sucker for time travel movies. So, like. I mean, there's good things. Was, there's, uh, yeah, there's good things about it. <laughs> I mean, oh, I like man. blood sport and kickboxer and all those too, but like, <laughs> I love conversations like this. Fucking time cop <laughs> is amazing. Like, <laughs> the, like that opening, that the opening sequence, the exposition sequence at the beginning, where the dude like he comes. It's in like the 1930s, and he's like, oh yeah, he like walks in, and he and everything is like old timey and awesome. And it looks like this amazing period film. And then he like sits down at his desk and like pulls out a mini disc player and like starts listening to ear pot, like headphones, like with the mini yeah. disc player in the 1930s. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then out of nowhere, like this dude shows up and just like, you're like convicted of time crimes and like all the, and you're just like, this is awesome. Like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I'll take any praise of any JCVD yeah. movie anywhere. It's and I think maybe when we finish here, I'll, I'll finish JC, v- JC, Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Yeah. 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 Johnson. I need to watch it. So I haven't watched it. Anyway. It was a big, we, I had the, Shamrock the and pilot. I, Shamrock and I binge watched it in one day. I would do that with Cobra Kai for sure. Yeah. Well, um, very excited about both these things. <laughs> but that was a big joke in there was Philippe was like, time cops, the best movie in this JC Acting as yeah, a JC guy is like not this him. Like, old guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it's funny. Time cup is the best. Yeah, that's awesome. Time cup. <laughs> that's awesome. Because you guys give me shit for liking time cop, and that's awesome that that joke made it in. That's so great. Never, never again. Like after that impassioned thing about a scene that not even involving JC. Like I, I got to give it up to you. Yeah, like, I, I won't say anything bad it's, about it anymore. It's such a great time track like it's a great way to like give the exposition about what the movie is like what the premise of the movie is you know like it's because i know the rest of it then ends up being like it's like the fugitive right like he's trying to find out who killed his his wife right yeah yeah but like it's this brilliant smart little vignette that just shows it sets the scene for the world, the universe that this movie is taking place. I love it. I love that opening. It's really that opening scene that sells it for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Um, so going on with the Monster Squad being a long walk, short drink movie, I do have this funny note that's like, though it is Pepsi, not Coke. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. I mean, I I drink I I I drink whatever whatever's available. I know, but I like to think of you as a Coke. I guy. know. Hey, I got <laughs> In the eighties, of course. Oh, really? That's yeah. great. I almost tonight. Um, it's a hell of a drug. After all my uh, my fifty <laughs> drug. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. <laughs> what do the five fingers say to the face? Slap! <laughs> Blam! Blam! Yeah. Uh, the bride and I. I so after Fuck I had that fifty couch. hours of <laughs> fifty hours couch. of overtime and oh god, <laughs> I feel so. Oh, <laughs> what about a new saw? one? <laughs> I saw sock there. Moto <laughs> fell back laughing so hard. There was well, sock that fell said, Fuck your couch. And I was like, Fuck your couch. Because yeah. <laughs> I knew Eddie could buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Then, that's so good. Oh, I got to let it go. It's yeah. too funny, though. I'm watching the wrong things. That's what I'm realizing. <laughs> it's Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy's no, I, I, I know Charlie where, Mur- but R. I. P. Charlie I haven't seen Murphy. it enough. R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. Oh, I forgot that. That's sad. Oh, I have a pint on that. Charlie Murphy! <laughs> like, and um, said, oh, okay. Go ahead, sorry. I, I, I gotta say it. All right, so Eddie says, man, he's like, my brother had feelings. So Charlie's talking about his brother, Eddie. My brother had feelings, man. He's like, man, Rick needs some help. And Charlie's like, yo, man, we just gave him some help. <laughs> they beat his legs up. They beat him up. <laughs> For kicking his, beat, his... They beat his legs so hard he couldn't walk out. He had to collect elbow out of the house. Should have never gave you money. <laughs> Got it, baby. Okay. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. Okay. All right, we're done. Monster Squad. So Monster Squad. <laughs> That is the That's best magic. quintessential long walk <laughs> Is Chappelle show on one of these streaming services uh, that I can catch up? No, they're hard to find. I think they are hard to really? find. Yeah, because uh, I tried to look up skits and I can't find them. They're I think protected. it's. I think it's. I think it's because they're so. Because of the untold story of how that show ended, I think that's yeah. part of it. You know of why it's so hard to find. Um, I would. I, I, I'm sure Dave Chappelle probably fights hand and tooth to like sign away his rights for that stuff getting yeah, distributed out there. Yeah, to be put out, and then at the or conversely, Comedy Central could be like, "Fuck him! Like we're not giving him any money for this stuff. Like for yeah. what how he treated us." I could see either way happening. Oh, that sucks. You know, because they would have to give him money if they distributed that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I I could DVDs or anything. It's got to be on DVDs, right? Uh, yeah, maybe I, maybe I DVDs. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you pirated it, you go to the library or whatever. Really, yeah, I pay for that. Stuff. I've seen That's very cool. little of it. I just a couple of things here and there, and uh, yeah, I think I would enjoy it. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched any of his new stand up on Netflix, but I've heard it's all. Oh, I haven't either. Um, yeah. So. I really enjoy him with James Lipton from Inside the Actor Studio. That there Inside the Actor Studio one is like fan, the the one where he does talk about like why he left and like what Hollywood is like and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, that is a that is eye opening. Like, 
Yeah, and then and then when that show kind of aged like and got to its tenth anniversary or whatever, the person that hosted the tenth anniversary and interviewed James Lipton was Dave Chappelle. Oh, really? They have this like interesting sort of bond. I don't know. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That yeah, is awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right, Monster uh, Squad. Okay. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, but I have to pee again so bad. There's a couple of tidbits, you guys, that'll I need to round we'll this just out. Play the can mesh. You, can you guys vamp while I'm gone so that we don't mesh. The monster gone mesh. It was I just need like drink. 60 seconds. No, you go pee. Just do the Run mesh. The okay, sorry, I'll be right back. Oh, here I could probably find that moto. Let me. Yeah. Oh, me, the uh, Dave Chappelle, or I, I was trying oh, to. No. Uh, I was trying the to tell mesh. Dave. Yeah, exactly. Like. You know, hey, you want to blend this together audio-wise afterwards? Monster Mesh. Play it for 30 seconds. He did the mesh. And that one, we could probably wouldn't get copyright on that. Yeah, if it's the right parts. Hey, man, I'm glad you're feeling better. It's great to talk with you. Oh, dude. Like, seriously. It was... uh, Bullshitting. (laughs) Talking. It's awesome. Yeah. Like... Can pull me out of a whole different like realm uh it's hard to escape but can you believe this i think this is the exact my pet monster that you had because this is the one that came with the football jersey yeah no that's it that's the one <laughs> that's fucking crazy man oh and i still just want to kick and punch it some things never change Oh, that's not it. Why isn't this playing now? Oh, I know why. Here. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It caught arm and flag. He did the mash. He did the monster. <laughs> From my love. The cast release. To the mask in the bedroom where the vampires beat. The ghouls all came from their humble abode. Oh, but this should be old enough that the copyright doesn't exist on it anymore, right? They did the monster. You know more than I do on that, but I don't know. Some like that's why like Disney changes what Mickey Mouse looks like every so often is because the the old copyrights run out. Ah. Uh. There's a certain is isn't Dave. Do you know anything about copyright? Just a little. Isn't there a certain period in time, like after it's existed for so long, it's not under copyright? Like it, it moves into free use, right? Yeah, public domain at a certain point. I don't know the years, but like Frankenstein, for instance, is definitely in the public. Is in public domain because I was just saying because like, we were talking about we were playing Monster Mash while you were peeing. Oh yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, Open my pet monster, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, shouldn't this be old enough that this would be public domain by now? Um, I forget how old it has to be. Yeah. It, it's not as old as you think, years? though. Like, that's yeah. that's why people, that's why companies are constantly updating their logos and in and, and, and icons and all that stuff is because ultimately the copyright runs out and then people could filch it right and and make yeah it too. well sometimes too i think it's uh whatever the options might be that's so that's why you get like sure. a new fucking spider-man origin every five exactly. years or something well and i use yeah. the the mickey mouse example for disney like he they changed the oh, style yeah. of mickey mouse like every like through these so like and it's all because of copyright that's that's 
why they do it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they were talking about in the commentaries and stuff about Frankenstein. Like, those characters, like, they're they're in the public domain, but the universal um, representations are are not. Right. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm glad we play. Glad you. So you play that song a little bit. We the Monster Mash? Monster Mash a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I mean, ostensibly sung by Boris Karloff, though I don't think for real. But. Oh. oh yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so another one of these tidbits. Um. So this stuff is kind of in order. Oh, the, the this is uh, yeah. I can't do all these kind of minute things, but the armadillos for anyone, if ever there's any Universal fans listening to this, like in the intro scenes, the armadillos. You're like, what the? If if other people are like, why are there armadillos? Because in Dracula 1931, there were armadillos for some reasons instead of rats, and so it's a little homage. Oh, uh, awesome. But more in the long walk drink like category. I'm um, just going credits wise. Monster. It says this is the credit. Monsters created by Stan Winston. Stan Winston is fucking a genius as far as practical. All Star goes. Wars business. All yeah. Star Wars. Like he is an amazing practical effects guy. That's a hell of a get for a movie of of yes. You know, kind I, of that caliber. I would not have put. I would not. I. I mean, now knowing what it looks like, and I bet you they only got him because of the Universal Monster connection. Like I bet you're right. Yeah, that was the thing because at the time, perfect. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because at the time, it was probably in the trades and stuff. Is like you're going to get to redo the Jack Pierce makeups. Yeah, and uh, yeah, who better do that? And 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 I bet you anything. Just like the director, he was probably a fan of those uh, of that those practical effects. Oh man, yeah, at that age, you don't get into that without those movies. Um. Oh man, because it's like all the Universal monsters and Harryhausen. Those are the two. Those are the two references that you always hear for practical effects. Is Harryhausen the stop motion stuff? Yes. From yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, whenever you hear those practical effects guys talking about why they wanted to get into practical effects, it's always the Universal monsters and it's always Harryhausen. Those two guys, like, or those, because like the guy from Universal did all the Universal monsters, and then. Harryhausen, and so usually in any of the like interviews you'll hear with practical effects guys another one is um the uh um george romero's practical effects guy who's also oh savini tom savini that's a little later yeah yeah Yeah. um he also references the universal monsters and and uh harryhausen as well uh so harryhausen would be like jason the argonauts and uh yep What's the other one? Uh, dinosaur. Uh, he, uh, the Lost World, the original, the Lost World. He did. Um, I think. I feel like that was the him. main one. I'm missing. <laughs> like the. It's. Uh, oh man, it's like it's got Medusa. It's got Harry oh, Hamlin. Oh, you're you're thinking of. Um... <sighs> Fuck! How can we not? They just rebooted it in 3D. It's the Greek. It's the Greek pantheon of. Uh, uh, yeah. Am I am I thinking the right thing though? Harry. Um. Ah, uh, <laughs> I hate that to resort to it, but I'm gonna. Yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. 
Yeah, that's no. right. <laughs> oh, I'm just throwing shit out there. Uh, the 80s. I think I'm wrong. Clash of the Gladiators. Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. That's it. Is that the same thing? Same yeah. same guy? Uh, let me see here. Because if it is the the guy in the the guy that plays Van Helsing is actually from those movies. That's why I was oh, especially really? interested. Yeah, I don't know if he's Harry, from um, Harry House Titans. Ha- yeah, it, uh, his name is Ray Harryhausen. I thought his name was Harry Housen, but it's Ray Harryhausen. Uh, paste. Did he do Clash of the Titans? No, because that would be. Perfect. Let's see. That'd be one what more Wikipedia thing. Has life and career, 1930s and 40s. Harry Housen. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Did you find it? Ray Harryhausen. Uh, I'm looking at Jason and the Argonauts, but I feel like <laughs> Clash of the Titans. Yeah, he did visual effects for that too. Yeah. Also, the Gold Voyage of Sinbad. Yeah, Clash of the Titans. Video you Sinbad. Had. All of that. <laughs> and if you've seen any of those movies, you can tell that it's the same. It's the same guy doing the practical effects. But yeah. so him. And the Universal Monsters, because uh, you hear Guillermo del Toro talks about the Universal Monsters inspiring him. You, um, those those two guys. So it that's that's awesome. That is- yeah. So the Stan Winston thing is pretty cool for that for that movie. It, it's executive produced by Rob Cohen. Now, Rob Cohen happened to direct a, a little picture called Dragon the Bruce Lee Story, 1993. <laughs> wow. Motherfucker. Like, yeah. And, and, just, and that's not... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to... just Because I just brought him up. Just so people understand Stan Winston, the implication of Stan Winston. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to say the first four films that show up on his known four on his IMDb page. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, he is a heavy hitter. And then to realize they had this guy for the practical effects on this small, obscure. Now it has a cult following, but at the time kind of flopped 80s movie. Here's the four movies he's known for that show up first. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, hands down one of the like always a go to as the best practical effects ever in film. Aliens, also one of the best films known for its practical effects. Jurassic Park and The Terminator. What do all of these four films have in common? Well, three of them are directed by um, James Cameron. James Cameron, who's one of the greatest special effects directors on the planet, and then the other one is directed by Steven Spielberg, who is also one of the greatest special effects people on the planet, and they have amazing special effects because they have Stan Winston doing them. So. You have Stan Winston doing the creature. That's why, again, everybody brings their fucking A game to this movie. That's why it's so good. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a lot of homage, a lot of, you know, they feel like they owe it to this to bring it. Yep. Yep. You know, like. Oh, and I would definitely think not only was that the reason how they got Stan Winston was to say you get to work, you get to do the Universal Monsters. Him also thinking, now I get to show my respect to those things. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you, Moto, 100%. Yeah, that's another, so that's a fun one, like the Bruce Lee connection. The, <laughs> that was a 
That was fun that's, for me. No, that's huge. JCVD yeah. and Bruce. Like, if you could tell me, like, you can connect directly by directors, JCVD and Bruce Lee to Monster Squad, I would have been a little surprised, but that's what I learned <laughs> this year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking through Stephen, Stephen King rules, shirt, of course. Science is real, monsters are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny loafers. <laughs> Any low. Uh, uh, th- that stuff, like the arguing in those early scenes where they're where Sean and Patrick, which is funny because Sean Patrick is, is kind of right. a quintessential Irish name, like are arguing about Wolfman. They, like Sean is saying, like Wolfman wasn't just a guy. It's not like he walked around where, and, and and then Patrick's like, well, he wears pants. All this. He's like, well, he had to wear pants. It was the forties. He had to wear pants. So he didn't see his wolf dork. <laughs> wolf dork. <laughs> <laughs> But that kind of talk, this is like 1987. Like, people didn't really talk about movies in movies very much. Right. Like, until you get to, like, the Clerks Pulp Fiction era. So, like, that's a little bit, I don't know, like... Avant-garde? It was ahead of its time, I feel like. And I feel like perhaps that's what they talk about a lot in the DVDs, that they didn't really know how to market this movie because parents didn't want it to be too scary for their kids, which it kind of was. And adults didn't want it to be, like, too kid-like you know, yeah. like, like yeah. who, who is this movie pitched at? Like that audience didn't quite exist then, but it's it certainly does now. So it's um, PG thirteen. This is, <laughs> and this yeah. is a great example of what I wish PG thirteen was today. Is this kind of movie? You know what I mean? Like, let's push that boundary of R. Let's Say try to it. let's let's stay right under R, and just above PG. You know, like. And yeah, yeah. And this now, would be like I feel like a, now they make PG thirteen movies where they're PG movies that say fuck one time. Like right, that's their rule. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You oh, little fucking bitch. Chucky. You <laughs> oh, <little> yeah. bitch. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, there's I have too many of these to really go through, but they're uh fun one, another one in that kind of vein of referencing movies. It's like Phoebe, it's like this little kid, he's like we're in war. We're not in war with so and so. We're in war with Vietnam. It's in Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a fair amount of that kind of stuff. Even Patrick says this thing about when he's talking about that teacher who, like, why would I say this bad thing about that teacher with the cat hair? Yeah. He's like, but I wouldn't, sir, because how rude. And if, like, that's C3PO. Like, you gotta, yeah. I mean, <laughs> nobody cop to that, but to me, that's, that's C3PO. Uh, of course, I have Mary Ellen Trainer, the mom and Goonies married to Robert Zemeckis, uh, Uncle Rico, all this stuff. Uh, I did have a Bill and Ted note. I'm not sure why. How, from, yeah, I was that say, was, how, for me, it was the cops. I kind of like missing yeah. things, like things were happening underneath their nose. And I think I said Lethal Weapon, and I'm not sure what else I said, but a little bit of Crow in there, too, as far as the cops go. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's little... a little bit of Ernie Hudson in that uh, in the partner. Yeah, I can see that. Well, and how things are happening. These crimes keep happening, and it's like you're not keeping up with your thugs, man. That's yeah. almost like bird. I feel the like aftermath, the, the yeah. cop stuff is almost like a film within a film. You know, like that. Like you could almost pull that stuff with the dad and the partner. I know it's just like the major scene is the the stuff in the museum. But there's a few times, a few key scenes that they have together where it's almost like a buddy cop movie inside this oh, yeah. adventure movie. Cuffs. You know? 
Absolutely, yeah, cops. Yeah. yeah cops. Well, and, and Fred Decker said that like that was a total Shane Black thing, the whole cop angle on the father. Oh, and really? obviously, it's probably because he was thinking about it, right? And Lethal Weapon. Sure. Uh, that at that very sense. same time. Yeah. Um. Uh, what I have for you? They're gonna yell at him. I, I, also, oh, yeah. I, what, somehow, Go ahead, yeah. uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, like huh. My Pet Monster, the movie, also comes up quite often when my brain in association with universal monsters and vampires. So, uh, yeah, just mentioning. Oh, I have a special. Yeah. I, I, I love that movie. Buffy. I mean, I initially was into Buffy, the vampire slayer, the movie, because I was into two things at that time. Uh, one was Luke Perry from yeah. two and O, but also Chrissy Swanson. Who's Swanson's fuck. Dance. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I saw that movie a lot in the theaters and that movie is really fun and really funny. And it's written by the same guy who did the series and stuff, but it has a slightly different vibe. Some yeah. earlier in the show, I kept my mouth shut, but I'll say it now, but it's like, let me in Pike. Yeah. Let me <laughs> yeah. in Pike. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Come on, man. So I had to, that, I had to say that, it. that let me in scene is so ubiquitous in ties with the, dracula story you know yeah like yeah you have to be invited in you have to be invited but i i can think of like salem they're lot. seniors that same scene <laughs> happens in salem's lot when the when danny glick comes back from the great from the oh, dead yeah. and he comes outside mark petrie's window and he's like let me in mark and he's like oh. again it's that same exchange and oh. uh, i think i'm pretty sure it happens in fright night uh Oh, okay. I, I, I love that exchange where it's just like it's it's you want to trust this person, but you know they're gonna fuck you up. And in the, the character at, least, at the last second has the wherewithal to be like, no, I can't do it. You know, like that yeah. would be that would be stupid if I did that. What's well, the rules? Yeah, they can't come in unless you invite them. That's so great about the monster thing. It's like you get to that. It's that whole thing about a club. Like you get to be in on the yep. joke. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's fun about it. Um, and speaking of in on the joke, there's the um, so when the Van Helsing's diary gets introduced, I don't remember how the word is involved, but there's the there's a palindrome for Dracula. Oh, so yeah, I think yeah. it's like I can't remember what it is, but they called Dr. to buy the book because they found out the book got purchased, and this person called inquiring about buying it. And yeah, then yeah. Ended up because after they go to talk to scary German guy and find out what the book actually talks about, that's when he, that's how Sean realizes, Oh, this is Dracula. It's like something, it, the name is scrambled and he's like doing the anagram and it, it anagrams out to count Dracula. Sorry. Yeah. yeah what did I say? I said palindrome, yeah. <laughs> which would be backwards, which I, it might be coming. Yeah. Anagram is the right thing. Cause it's not only Dracula, but it's also, it's two things. It's like, you got the, the Edward joke about Dr. Acula. And then also in the, in son of Dracula, which I'm much less familiar with, but in which Lon Chaney Jr. Who's also played the Frankenstein monster and, but is most known for the Wolfman. He plays Dracula's son and he goes by, uh, his name is that whatever it is on the paper. Gotcha. So it's a little inside inside joke there. Gotcha. Um, uh, anyway, I don't want to say everything. <laughs> I love the stuff with Eugene in which Mummy 
like the mummy is in his closet because that's that whole thing like as a kid you fear that there's a monster in your closet mm-hmm. the dad comes in it's like oh look at that big scary monster yeah there really still is a monster current, behind him still current marketing with that notion yeah with oh with something something going on now there's still current marketing with that notion yeah monsters under your bed and oh um, yeah yeah well, extra fun. There's a few fun things about that in general. One of which is my pet monster. The toy is sitting on the shelf <laughs> in that scene, awesome. like plain what? as day. Yeah, I yeah. remember seeing uh, that. Yeah, and then uh, Eugene is wearing a Robotech pajamas, which I was Robotech was something I enjoyed. I don't remember it as well. Robotech was a little bit. I don't know what you call it. It's like a little bit Transformers. I don't know. There's these few things. It's, like, like it's a Robotech. Gundam. I think I, I would put uh, Robotech. Wouldn't Robotech be more in the Gundam range of stuff? Like I don't know what Gundam is. It was, but it was like a, a cartoon and it had toys. There was Robotech. There were Silverhawks. There was shit like that. But it was fun for me to see. Eugene is that one of those? Like, like they get inside robots. Like it's human beings that are piloting robots, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Voltron esque. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely like a Voltron ripoff kind of. Yeah. Or early's Voltron sort of, yeah, derivative thing. Um, Eugene also had a Punisher poster. <laughs> That's like Eugene is that the youngest other than Phoebe. <laughs> like the, um, I don't know, like Dolph Lundgren Punisher. I think comic book. Oh, comic uh, book. like Marvel. Gotcha. <laughs> That's pretty intense, though. Yeah, he is like because I would put him as Phoebe's age, right? Like, yeah, he, he's. I don't know what Eugene's story is, but like how he's in the group. Yeah, and his dog Pete, the, which is a beagle, which I have a soft spot for beagles. Sure. Fun. Um. Yeah, it's fun where the monster club becomes the monster squad. That's a great like moment, yeah. a shift. Um. Oh, I love. Yeah, and there's that line. Uh, uh, Horace goes like, "What's a squad?" And Patrick goes, "It's like Miami Vice, I think." <laughs> I feel like that's an '80s word, squad. Squad, maybe. Oh, well, there's that whole thing now about like squad goals, which I'm not even sure I know what that means. Okay, I'm not sure on here. that. But oh man, they they did it, and I feel bad for people that haven't seen it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Count Alucard is uh is who Thank he you. plays in, yes. in uh, Son of Dracula, which is Dracula. That's right. Scrambled up. Alucard is perfect. Yes, is, is that Dracula is what I was up. reaching for. So in Monster Squad, it must be Mister Alucard called to to talk about buying the yeah Helsing yeah journal yeah. <laughs> Creature st- a mummy came in my house. Twelve year old uh okay again and that scene with with eugene and his dad is another great like hammering home like the the adults are just clueless in this whole thing in the, oh yeah in, that's right yeah you know uh, of let's eat a burger and have some understanding together yeah you might be able to help <laughs> me with your monster crap it's because it's it's just like Kids live in this secret world, you know. Like grownups don't have time for monsters because they're worrying about mortgages and and uh, credit card payments and and dealing with shitty fucking work and how that's eating away at your marriage and like all that. You don't have time for <laughs> all the stuff we talked about. All the stuff there. we talked about, and like <laughs> you don't have time to be like, yeah, there's a fucking monster in your closet. Awesome. Like I'm so fucking sorry that you don't, you know, that you can't sleep because you think there's a monster in your closet. Hey, and there actually is. Like that's yeah. what's so great about this movie. Um 
what is something close to my heart and I've spoke on this before and um still sure I mean I have an odor apparition in the garage and it only has presented itself oh. to me um yep this so like talk odor about apparition oh it's what? it's a localized smell of like maybe female foundation um and I for some reason I used the term Mary Kay I don't know, it's like a female foundation smell. It's very localized. But anyways, talk about monsters and like, hey, the adults say, hey, no, everything's cool, man. Move on. I'm like, um, no, this is really happening to me. Yeah. You know, like this yeah. is like, and I've gotten over it. I mean, no, I haven't gotten over it. I'd no, like to say I've I, will, over I it. can't accept that. I will not and, sleep. And, and like, honestly, <laughs> there's there's electrical, dis- electrical disturbances and, and it's not. Electrical disturbances haven't always been in the garage. Most of the shit is in the garage, but like, uh, I don't know. I can just kind of identify with that. Like everybody else's, no one else's. It's, it's almost like my ears. Like I hear it and I have to play it a hundred times. Like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you yep. hear that? And for me with this uh, older apparition, it's like, I'm the only fucking person experiencing it. And I feel a little alone in that. And, and so you know people can't hear it they can't experience what's going on but <laughs> i don't know i forget how i got there but is, it, is it don't like deny a, your senses. never deny no. yourself no no and i i'm with i'm completely with you and i just uh it's fucking it's 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 odd man when I mean, yep. you think of bigfoot or you think of uh something beyond the realm of what aliens and alternate yeah, dimensions some, like multiple some, realities like any of that shit like something beyond the realm of what we understand it's there yep and um uh it's kind of frightening <laughs> it's kind of frightening and it's it's humbling for myself because uh, i know it's not just blood and bones and this and that there's more than blood and bones and we I don't know. It's 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 so you talk about monsters and you know this sort of thing. Well, about the grown-ups, I think it's it's like the, it's that grown-up thing. Like the the grown-ups appear to be inept because we, as audience members, we know we've seen Dracula come back to life on that plane, and we've seen him resurrect Frankenstein, and we've seen we we the we know suck back we, together. Yeah, like come back together. We know as an audience member that all of that the kids are right. And so it's really easy, you know, so then we're like dumb fucking grownups. But now yeah. as as we're grownups, like you're you're like because you're like, yeah, no, this is definitely happening. This smell is occurring. Up until hours it's, ago today, it still continues to happen. Because yeah. the last like, time you I, talked about this, like like didn't you your initial assumption was it was your aunt, right? Like, uh, my initial assumption was it was my mother's mom. Oh, but yeah. Then I quickly realized that no, this, this Cheryl, uh, bleep, bleep that out. That's but, okay. Um, She's, I don't think she'll be offended. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm not trying to get too weird, but when, when she, within hours of when she passed away, there's three pictures of the girls in her she loved this house and yeah. um, within hours of her dying, the picture fell off the wall, face down glass didn't break. I hung the picture back up and I don't know. It's, it's, it's just so strange, but it's beyond the realm of 
of what I'm a, I'm a quack, you know, I'm a, a kook for saying this stuff. I'm a, but it's, I, I can't, I would, I would be a liar if I told you otherwise. Yeah. You can't deny your senses. That's the, and I think that that's the, the like inept adults in these movies represents that because they know adults are going to be watching these movies, but as an adult, you're looking at it and you're like, I need to be open to the unexplainable as an adult. I need to be, yeah, yeah. Like I need to be open to that as a grown up because Otherwise, I'm going to just be one of those inept grownups. You know, like I need to be able to to have whimsy and um, uh, 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 imagination. And uh, like maybe I, there's something to it. That's what I, they really I, that get across. I can't explain anything. I can't explain everything. Like I need to accept yeah. that fact. And these movies do a great job of illustrating that for grownups. Like we don't get that message when we're kids. We just think they're dumb. Like, Oh, they don't know. Cause they're grown up. But as grownups, we're like, Oh, imagine if his dad would have bought in, like would have bought in earlier. How would that have changed the events? You know, like, yeah. um, and, and we get to have that reflection as grownups watching these movies. So, uh, I totally am with you 100% that like we need to remember that's why it's so important I think to watch these movies as grown-ups is to to get the Great adult point. to get the adult message from them to get that like like to learn that lesson from the stupid adults in these movies you know like listen to kids sometimes they might it's know what cliche, they're talking about yeah but for a reason yeah, yeah, no, totally get it. I'm totally, and I'm with you 100% on that shit. And I tell you, I, I would tell you if I smelled that smell if I was in your house. God damn, like, I, I yeah. haven't had anyone, anyone else experience it, but I've, I've been screaming for that with for years with my ears, yeah. like, do you hear that? Do you yeah. hear that? And then Dave would eventually say, yes, so I'd leave him alone. Or my <laughs> oh, dad. Yeah, here's thing. But you guys hear here's things in the musical spectrum that uh that, that the rest of us only feel. <laughs> Part of that too I'm is still, like some, yeah, how, how maybe there's people that have smelled that smell, but they can't come to terms with admitting they smelled that smell. It, it's they, beyond us it's it's honestly beyond a smell. I mean, my hair's raised on end and I can feel something yeah. and yeah, it's I, what what just confuses me is like why they're trying to show themselves to me yeah and you like, could just be the you, like you could have the one wire that's just wired just right in you who you are that you're a conduit maybe they're trying to I, get to all of us you know i i kind of yeah i can i don't want to be a conduit but maybe that's it well so, you don't get to choose yeah no, that's and that's i read shit online and they said you know that's like something you have to come to terms with yep yep because you are who you are Right, and uh, that's all only, far too frightening for me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go only my have in the bathroom because that's too one, scary. <laughs> Listen, one, two, my pet monsters. That's all I got. It's your like, family, <laughs> like your family, has such an amazing connection to the supernatural. For me, that like it's so inspirational of how accepting your family is of the supernatural and. uh Oh, I'm scared. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it's probably fear all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't experienced anything. Thank God. I only have heard things and, and lived. You in fear have of no, but you have experienced things like 
you as a child you actually manifested physical visual oh, visualizations of yeah. things like i i have a i consider myself to have a very vivid imagination and a very mm-hmm. like good mind at like going through stuff i've never been able to physically manifest a like a, a hallucination through any of my emotion none of my without emotions drugs. are thought have, <laughs> without drugs yeah that's fine because i have had you know what and i've talked about this on the show too i have had it just being funny just once no and you were involved with it where you guys were playing music and right. i was so fucking just stoned out of my mind oh, and like no oh, yeah, i could I see that. the music exactly what you're talking about it's the grant. i could see the music yeah at the grant i could see the music notes coming out of the speakers it was so awesome. i remember <laughs> I think you I knew that. about that yeah it was so great i remember uh, that day very well but uh, but you did that, Dave, as a child with no drugs. Your fear yeah. induced those visualizations, and that but, that to me is just mind blowing. You like, but that was like a character from a storybook, mostly. Yeah, like from the Night Before Christmas. Like, whereas the things that maybe uh, our dad is involved in, and maybe that Moto's experiencing, are much more real world non-storybook how do you know that though maybe that's your mind saying oh i was just a kid and i made these up how do you because it literally looked i mean it had the stocking cap from the story and stuff didn't you say the the one like it came up the stairs like you would run across the stairs yeah like coming up the stairs and like yeah sometimes i would see my parents in that same kind of crouched space but of course in reality they were in the other room yeah oh god that's also terrifying (laughs) but but i'm telling like but again like that's you as an adult trying to justify those things you don't know what's you know, you could have repressed that stuff. You could have repressed that that conduit. Like, and if you like, again, there could be viewers that are going to be like fucking Palmer. I, but it's just like I, I want to be open to it. I just want to be open to the yeah, possibility. Well, dude, of it. like you, you can't talk me off. Um, you know, I, I, like I said I'd be a liar if I said otherwise. It, it reminds me though of what you're saying is like the scarecrow and Batman. Uh, he he puts oh. the flower in your face and it becomes yep. your worst nightmare. Yeah. Like your mind is your scariest yep. enemy. Yep. If you actually lose it, you lose it. Like and so you have to be mentally strong enough to not lose it, but you have to be it's strong weird. not There's... only physically but also mentally. You guys you keep talking. I gotta piss. <laughs> Sorry. And very flexible. We have flexibility in our hips. And dexterity. In <laughs> oh my god. I gotta send you something. I was doing um <laughs> one of the workouts, and I haven't suddenly I haven't done one, but I appreciate you giving them to me. Oh no, you should. The the like it, you you could totally. I mean, they're really designed I could for benefit like any any fat, fitness level. Anybody. Um, but so I'm doing this one, and he drops his pants. He doesn't what? even explain it. Eventually, you realize he's trying to show you like a certain muscle group in in, in the legs, but like he doesn't say that at first. He just <laughs> drops his sweats. I'm gonna text you this picture. It's crazy. Uh, That's pretty. I did a while back. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm, my pants and, oh, I'm just saying that's kind of weird. That's weird. Uh, no, it is weird. Yeah, for sure, it's weird. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> but like you don't get workout video, and like now if you go to JCVD World, you it's not showing the workout. It's not showing the workout thing. Oh, here it is. I'll text this to you. It's. it's I was. 
<laughs> I was just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I've got one more to go. You're supposed to do them like eight weeks, but I've done them over the span of, I don't know how long. That's awesome. Um, and the, the last one I did, I think it was this one actually. It's a slow motion workout. It's a, this, I don't know, especially. I, I texted, yeah, I texted this picture to Moto just now because I don't, because I was doing JCVD quotes when you left and I was doing this. I'll text it to you real quick. Um, I'm, I'm doing the workout. It's a slow motion workout, which is weird enough. He's like, your heart rate's not going to go up. <laughs> You're just going to concentrate on the movements. And he drops his pants. What? <laughs> <laughs> like like on accident or on purpose? No, uh, fully on purpose. Like to show you, I guess a muscle group. <laughs> but he doesn't like. He doesn't all, say he's gonna do it. All I can think just, of is that scene when he's like, or that story that you told me when he's like all coked out and like people would come to his trailer and he's just like working on one little muscle on his arm oh, yeah. and like would make them look at the light to see the muscle yeah. and like yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so that I don't know, uh, but that that cracked me up. So I I took a picture of it at the time. This was April eighteenth, oh, meaning to show it to you guys. Oh but, uh, my gosh! Please. He's just doing squats, and then he's just like drops his drawers. Why? No discussion about Why? it. I don't. <laughs> Eventually, I'm on he's my like, phone, so I don't want to leave it. You can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so silly. Oh, <laughs> moto, 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 moto! You are missing out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you get to see this. And I'm just telling you with this bat, like with this like haphazard screenshot of this, like going on, you yeah. can still glaringly tell that is a box dye job on his hair. Like, oh. like <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. And that was years ago. That's a weird thing about these workout videos. Like he says his age at one point. It's like two years ago. Oh, and right wow. now, too, it's not even on his website. So I don't know if he took it down anyway. Wow. I've still, still been training. Oh, you know, the last time we recorded, I talked about going out, freaking out, raging out on well, the on the strike bag. Yeah, I yeah. broke it. I popped the thing. Awesome. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of awesome, but it sucks because it's broken. Lives to do that. <laughs> no. You're just not supposed yeah, to go at him in Doc Martens. <laughs> oh, that's well, true. Yeah, that's awesome though. Yes, <laughs> it's still awesome. But I like popped it like towards the center, so it's like irreparable. Can... No, yeah, no, I tried to patch it, and so now, yeah, I did. I tried to put some duct tape on it, so now I can just like kick at it. Yeah, <laughs> which is a good thing, but I can't actually kick it because because of that, but. That's awesome. I need. I'm going to get a heavy bag and just hang it in the basement. So that way heavy I, bag is what I thought I was getting. Yeah, because yeah, that would have been good. So that way, when I feel shitty, I can just go down and I want to get those like the MMA wrap gloves where they look like wraps that you would do with tape, but they're actually like you can they're reusable, you know? Oh yeah. And then just like and idea. then just like go down and just for like twenty minutes. It doesn't take oh. very long. To yeah, get 20 it. Minutes, yeah, it was like twenty out. minutes. Like <laughs> I would have to work up to the twenty minutes, but just like, yeah, t- I, I would try. I was trying to do ten, and like it's so that 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 activity is so exhausting. Yeah, and it's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, but. and just like just punch the hell out of that fucking bag for five or ten or twenty minutes. Like, yeah, God, that feels so good. <sighs> it was nice to kick that thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna miss it a little bit, but. I'll just throw the limbs around, I guess, in the garage. 
that's exhausting too. Like it, it's it's more exhausting to actually you know, like hit something, but it's plenty exhausting just to try to just to kick, just do karate in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You got any more? Uh, any more? Monster no real tidbits. No. That was the that was the 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 main the main uh, beats. There's a lot of connections to the long walk, short drink uh, field of interest. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there's there's a few things to just keep on the horizon for our listeners out here. So we're at episode 36 right now. That's four away from 40. 46. Yeah. Oh, 46. Uh, 46. Four away from 50. Yeah. yeah. Four away from 50. Uh, Dave and I have talked about this before on previous episodes. So keep an eye out on 50. We're going to shoot for a full cast episode and get everybody on here. I think Moto, we were talking about how it'd be really awesome if uh, every 10 episodes, at least we could get the full long walk. Like that's cool. Get Twinkie on, get you on, get double D on. Yeah. And then uh, just to like talk about the show and, catch up uh, catch up and all that good stuff i and i think 10 episodes is every 10 episodes is a great it's not committing everybody to coming on and recording for every episode and it, we can really make the case of hey you haven't been on for 10 now like you should come on for sure now we you need know? to like, hear from you we yeah. need to hear from you so um i think that would be a great way to uh so we're coming up on 50. So listeners, keep an eye out for that. Um, we'll have a full cast on on for episode 50. We're going to shoot for. Cool. Um, how about for the net? Let's do. Ex- uh, would you guys be up for doing Explorers for the next? Uh, we could also do another double, but I think Explorers is like this was great because Monster Squad and My Pet Monster evened out to about the length of a, of, of, of an actual movie, right? Like. Yeah, both are pretty short. They're one, really they're, one's really short, and we had the moto connection. Yeah. Um, how about we do explorers the next time that we do this? It does not have to be the next episode. I I don't want it to be the next episode. Uh, well, and I don't I always have to be the person that's involved. Oh, but sure. When no. it was my pet monster and monster squad, I was like, oh man, these yeah, yeah. this is my childhood. Yeah. No, I totally get that. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I would love to do explore do an episode on explorers because that is just a that is yeah, and I lo- I'd love to watch that. That uh, I, didn't, I didn't I was see gonna that say I'll time. watch the movie, but I, yeah. yeah, I I don't feel like an expert on it. Maybe someone else is. Oh sure, no, I totally get that. Uh, that one, I mean, I could, man, I could talk right now for two hours about explorers. And <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Well, and I love Double D's idea of uh, perhaps a segment. I the only thing, what do you call it? Like long, uh, long, short, short remembers. remembers. That just feels like somebody passed away. <laughs> I know, but the way I thought about that, because he's like, well, maybe you could have an intro or something for it. If we did the like, if in our intro for it, the background music kind of sounded like the Oscars tribute to all the people that passed away. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's like Wolfman's God, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just like here. all these fade ins of these great little things from like kid adventure <laughs> yeah. movies, and it's like, and now, long walk, short drink, remembers. <laughs> hey, okay, I, I, the I don't know who's. Yeah, that was the kid from Over the Top. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who's listening, and I'm just gonna tell a weird story because I feel like we're wrapping up. We can cut this out, maybe. No. Um, so Monday morning, I'm doing the na- doing the National Cemetery. We have 42 acres to do between two people. 
And uh, of course, I scheduled the other recording afterwards. The beginning of that day, I uh, I told you I had some troubles overnight and just sweating and gagging, all this weird shit. But I go in and I'm uh, we have to load three skids of material, and I'm backing up my truck or van to load some shit. And on, I notice on my windshield wiper, there's a, a bottle of what looks like maybe like. Uh, lotion for like skin lotion you know just that shape of the bottle but it was sitting on the windshield wiper and it was left open and oh. I'm, I'm I'm barely with it Um, so I go and I grab the bottle and I close the bottle and I look at it and then it says like something about heat and then the fine print says anal lube Oh, <laughs> so I go into work. I go into work on Monday morning, and there's anal lube on my windshield wiper of my van. That's so specific. It says yeah. anal lube on that's. On I bet you could so. use it to lube other things. I don't think you, that's the only thing you could use it for. <laughs> I I don't know whose it was, but I I'm riding, you know, and I didn't wear headphones to like listen to music because we're in a cemetery and. Yeah. government job and but so i'm thinking i'm riding around i'm like having a mundane it's like having a bad monday tired of the ordinary try <laughs> shoving something up your ass with new yeah. Myers anal lube you'll be amazing <laughs> like you up there with some nice lube <laughs> anal lube oh. <laughs> that's oh. wild like yeah. i've never seen something like that in yeah. real life that that Oh, that anal lube joke. It it happened to me in real life. So, yeah, that's a... Yeah, you want a weird Monday, just pour some anal lube in there. Shit. (laughs) I I mean, that beats my Monday. Hands down. down. I'm just being real. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, having uh, constipation, put some anal lube up there. It comes out easier. Your job's going to bend you over and fuck you. Well, Grab your yeah, anal I was lube. working for the government. Yep. There and you go. I had other uh, other moments throughout the week where I was like, I should have brought the anal lube. <laughs> this would be a good day for the anal lube. <laughs> Shit. Well, I appreciate you guys' patience with me. And uh, so you always say that, Moto. It's always a pleasure to have you on here. You should come on more often. Yeah, it's very fun. I'll say that to all the cast members. You guys should come on more often. I was very appropriate. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, absolutely, it's man having you on. It's a pleasure, man. Absolute pleasure. Uh, please subscribe at YouTube. Long search, long watch, short drink. Click the bell. Click the subscription. Once we hit, we're at. I think the last time I checked, we were at forty subscri- subscribers. Forty-one. Forty-one. Broadman. 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 So. <laughs> He donated um, war cart here. You could be 42. Uh, so please subscribe. Click the bell. That way you get notified every time that we go live. You can watch the whole conversations besides. Or if you're not up for the whole four-hour conversation, <laughs> uh, you can wait for Dave to put out the episode once it finally goes live, where he'll trim it down to the beauty of what you'll hear by searching Long Walk Short Drink on any of your po- favorite podcast platforms. Or... You can watch that actual trimmed down episode on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, make sure yeah. you visit 
uh audibletrial.com slash lwsd to get your free audiobook download prime meridian or blood meridian prime meridian shit uh blood meridian i did that again blood meridian or um roadwork dave recommends yeah i like that one uh that's a good bachman book um it is yeah it, it's a good Between. like d- like de-evolution of man in that like he just like he creates all of his problems. I yeah that, yeah, that and it was of, written between Salem's Lot and what The Shining. Yeah. I learned from the introduction, which oh, was okay. kind of interesting. Yeah, he said he was like trying really hard to write a serious book, and anyway, but yeah, no, I I dug that, and I thought it was like a a good audio book as well. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, I think that's it, guys. That's it's, plenty. It's yeah, be pleasure. the. Be the 42nd subscriber on YouTube. Be the Jackie Robinson of our YouTube subscribers. <laughs> or if you're a, a, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you could be number 42, which is the secret to life, the universe, and everything. So, Wow. Yeah, the answer to life, the universe, and everything is 42. Or the Bill Clinton. <laughs> hey The president thing is funny because yeah, like, like you can only go up thing. so high. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much, man. I um I definitely I definitely needed this. That's for sure. So. Oh, oh okay. it was a pleasure speaking with you both about yeah, such I a fun topic fun. with my buddy. My yeah. Buddy. Thanks for bringing along that. I can't believe your, you have your pet, pet monster. monster. Yeah. This is <laughs> Warlord. So awesome. This is the same one. Warlord, yeah. man. That's, That's so Snyder. awesome. <laughs> Ugh, awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, listen, uh, we'll hear you. We'll talk to you again on episode 47. Are we, we record next week to get back into our regular schedule, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. so let's All record right. back to Wednesday, and uh, we'll just do a quick, easy episode. Like Just, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be chatting. Yeah. We could talk, I'll be chatting uh, with you. Moto will be on the YouTube movies. chat. <laughs> I, you know what, Moto? Yeah, sure. What I need to do, what we should start doing is if you're going to be on the chat while we're recording, I should make you a moderator on the chat because then if somebody starts trolling us, you can fucking boot them out. And I don't have to worry about moderating them. Yeah, if I, if I could understand how to do that, I would be glad to do that because you're on your phone, it, right? Yeah, some days it catches me by surprise, like, oh, I didn't realize it was today. Yeah. And I'm glad I caught it and I'm a half hour late and that sort of thing. But well, yeah, I just say if it works out like that, that would be great. And, and again, we haven't really had a trolling problem since the um before Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I watched I spent a little bit of time with the Last Jedi DVD. Yeah. And I'm gonna spend some more time. That do- that, that documentary on that is fucking phenomenal. Did you watch? Yeah, oh, the- I haven't watched the documentary yet. I listened to the commentary. Oh, I'm so excited about the documentary. Okay. The, 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 like Ash and I watched the documentary and we're just like, this is it's it 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 I could see it being just as polarizing as the movie. If you hate The Last Jedi. There is enough evidence in that in that documentary to be like, and this is why that movie sucks. And if you oh. love The Last Jedi, you're like, and this is why when you watch that documentary, you're like, this is why this is a great Star Wars movie. Like there, oh yeah, it's Cobra it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's totally um it's just this is how we made the film, and it's really good. Really, really, really good. 
the documentary for Force Awakens was magnificent too. So I I am I'm excited about this. And yeah. I, I did like listening to the commentary, like Ryan Johnson's voice wasn't was a little irksome to me at times. Yeah, he's a little but amazing. like it made me I mean it made me like it all the more. Like all these little tidbits. Like I figured it definitely seemed like there was some Yoda puppet, but to learn it was all Yoda all. puppet. Yeah. From the mold from Jedi with the yep. same fucking person that painted the eyes. I was, uh, that was just like one example of many that I was like so pleased to hear. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway. So, awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch the document the the commentary now. That's that's awesome. And I will watch the documentary. Yeah. So and I need to go back and watch the Force Awakens documentary because I Oh, that one's good. I totally yeah. bypassed all. I I usually don't do this, but that's just not. I just want to watch the movie, you know. Uh, yeah, I I often like the special features, but sometimes on I don't know. A lot of the times on the bigger movies like that, I'm less interested. I'm not yeah. sure why. Sometimes they're less. I don't know, but the the Star Wars ones are really well done for okay. Force Awakens. So I'm excited to hear well, that they I, are. So. Part of it is because they re, they will do those after the initial reception of the movie. So I think part of it is like we want to show you what we were trying to do, you know, like I actually think maybe it's the opposite oh, because really? the the commentary at least was recorded before and this is common in most commentaries is recorded before the movie comes out. Oh wow. For some and I guess it's to help with the release date and stuff, but but it's nice too because they're just talking about what they were going for and they're like I don't know how this is going to go oh, over. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> they literally, he literally says that sometimes, there's this, but There's a great part in the in the documentary where he's like just put in in like a 10 hour day on set and then like goes to the editing trailer and like starts yeah. working with his editor for like another like six hours. He's like, and if I don't do this, I, the movie won't come out on time. Like I have to, yeah. like yeah. this is the first movie I've been on where I have to be editing while I'm shooting the movie. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. Then, he mentions that yeah. in the commentary and, yeah. and then you get to see that process and, and him trying to work through that and his producer who has worked with him on all of his films, their relationship is breathtaking to see their creation process and to see how much his producer believes in him and is willing to do what he needs to do to make Ryan reach his vision and, and, Oh, it's so good. It's a great documentary. I love Oh, yeah. maybe we'll talk about that more next time. Yeah. Well, and we'll, it's so funny because right now we're like, well, actually, where you are, it is May the 4th. <laughs> be with oh, you. yeah. May the 4th be with you. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get off here because I got to get up. I got to get up way early, way too early. No. Dude, all right. Uh, I should probably not go to bed and just start working. Oh, God damn. No. Take a yeah. nap. Take a I nap. know. I know. So. All right, guys. It's been absolutely real. Love you. Thanks for uh, you too, another man. great night. Yeah, I love you also. This for has sure. been really great. Yep. Moto, thanks for joining us. Thanks yeah, for bringing thanks the for pet monster with you. Uh, Hi, chat. buddy. You got four more Hi, episodes. That you can just chat, but then after that, you're coming on with the rest of the cast again. So Sounds just, good to me. Be prepared for episode 50. Sounds good to me. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great night. All right, cheers, Long Walkers. Yep, good night, Long Walkers. <laughs>